Hello. Hi. Welcome to It Bears Repeating. And it does. Another RuPaul's Drag Race recap show. Can you not hear me? No. Carson was having issues. I think this thing is going poorly. Oh, there it is. Wait. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Okay, we're good. We're good. Sorry, Kristen was having issues with it last week too. So it's it's. I think it's the headphone one. Yeah, I don't think it's, it's this fine. one because mine never has had that issue. I know. So I don't. It's fine. I have other headphones. You guys, welcome. it's us. Hi, welcome back, Tiffany. Oh, thank you. Oh. Oh. So we just spent a solid hour just like screaming about Catching our up. lives. Yeah, <laughs> I got loud because I'm heated about something, but it's it's not to be brought to the podcast. But just know that I'm. I've accepted my fate, and I'm just leaning into it, and hopefully I'm going to be will paid. You will go down with this ship. Just like Dido said. Exactly. I will hold my hands up and surrender. There will be no one flying above my door. I'm in love, and always will be. And when we meet... <laughs> Which I'm, I'm sure, sure we will. I love that. We'll be there still. Okay. Um, you guys. Hopefully, there's more coin in my future. <laughs> I think that's all I'm saying. Yes. Money. Much. And that's money, all it money, needs money, to be. Money, money, money. I've upped it. It needs to be six. <laughs> I'll accept five more dollars. Now. I will accept five more dollars, no less. Yes. Whatever they have planned. Amen. I just needed to have a mini mental breakdown about school, you guys. I learned anatomy two weeks in a row. The mandible, bones, and then muscles. I learned muscular tissues and such. And then I had to learn nerves and the circulatory system the week after. And then an additional chapter on top of that because I learned three chapters per week. And two weeks of anatomy just fucking did me in. I just couldn't. I like. I was panicking. And then oh, that's right, because we didn't have an episode at all. No. <laughs> and then I just like didn't say anything. Cause yeah. I was like, he'll be back soon anyway. Yeah, and then I can just explain myself. I like needed to have a come to Jesus moment about school. And I've been talking about it with some of you guys that listen. Uh, it's just very stressful, like going back well, for the first if you time go as back, an adult. If you go back and listen to like the last minute or so of the last episode Tiffany was on, we were like almost fighting <laughs> on air because I was like, you need to calm down. Yeah, I was being very intense. So I finally had like my mini mental break that I needed to sort of get to the next level of enlightenment, meaning like I am here for school and I am learning, but I am not going to make myself sick over it anymore. Hanny. Also, I'm past the anatomy chapters, which is Ooh. great. I'm learning about skin diseases this week, though. Ooh, I saw you learned about those face bugs. Yeah, fuck me up on the eyelashes. Come at me if you want to learn about some mites. I know they're there. I just spoiler alert, they're there. Spoiler, Everybody has them. You're never alone. <laughs> I learned about skincare ingredients last week. Some products. Um, which is pretty fun because I like looking at stuff and seeing what's in it now that I put on my face because I can pretty much determine what it is and what it does based off of what's in it, mm-hmm. which is pretty good. Welcome. I got red for filth for my under eyes last week, which was pretty hilarious. So I had like come into school off of traveling 
and I hadn't slept much while I was away because I never I mean I've had a difficult time sleeping especially so when I'm not at home and then coming back to school like it was just a lot of stress and transition I just like don't do very good with it so the night before I had to go back to school I like barely slept it's just the way it is sometimes so when I came in we were doing skin analysis with a woods lamp which is like a blue light and like all these different types of light that are shined onto your face with a magnifying glass to like analyze your skin and sin 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 my teacher <laughs> I didn't want to say her name it's not what you would think it would be anyway she has a very particular name which is why I'm not going to say it but my teacher was like overseeing me getting a deluxe facial which was super nice but a deluxe facial and she was like do you see her under eyes <laughs> she was like if we would put her under the woods lamp completely she would look like she got knocked out <laughs> she would Ooh. look like she had two black eyes and I was like can you relax I know they're not good she was like do you know what you need you know what would help a lot with that and I was like what I will do anything what she goes sleep and I was like <laughs> if you don't think I have tried bitch I think I literally said B-I-C-D-H. I was like, literally? I know. She's like, they're dry. Do you even put anything on them? I was like, excuse me. Excuse me. But I started to like, I'm trying to baby them. I'm having all these come to Jesus moments. I'm like, leave me alone. Like, you know, we've talked about in the past, like you put certain things on your skin and you're like, does it do them anything? Mm-hmm. It does. It almost always does. You just might not notice it because your skin doesn't, like, need it yet. You know what I mean? Because I was using an active eye cream all the time. And I was like, oh, what's the difference? Blah, 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 blah. But then I saw what's in the eye cream. And over time, like, the effects build. I was like, oh, I'm like, I'm, I'm so inconsistent. I use it sometimes, not all the time. Uh-huh. Red for filth. Seem really bad about my night routine. I almost always I can get, be too. I'm always I'm really good about the morning routine because it's like First I have to wash my face. Yeah, like it's, I have to do that. I skip now, my night. Sometimes I forget to put on deodorant, but I always wash my face in the morning. So I mean, honestly, consistency is key, you guys. Yeah, so. I mean, so I um, this is a very strange aside, but if you have short stubby lashes, which I didn't, uh, but I got grande lash and gratis. That shit's working. I want to. I. It's wild. I'm trying. I've been doing it for like three months and I can tell. That's actually what the lash instructor suggested to me. Because I was like, oh. what can I put on my lashes? Because I don't know what they're going to be like after Body this lashes experience. Yeah, that's what she told me. It is. Legitimately. It is. You do it twice a day if you're brand new to it. And then once they get to like a lengthy, like you just do it once a day. I want to From to I'm going to put castor oil in my brows, too. I've just been learning all sorts of things about myself, you guys. I have combination skin. I'm not oily. I'm combination. I didn't know this my whole life. Um, My eyebrows aren't shaped correctly based on my eye shape. My arch is too far over. Got told about that. I was like, "Mm, great. (laughs) Another thing for me to be worried about. I mean, not that it matters, because if it looks good, it looks good. Like I have nice brows. I know that. But I was just like, oh, are they now in the wrong place? How fun. I haven't learned anything too harrowing this week, but I'll keep everybody posted. Because again, skin diseases. So who knows what's fun is in order for me. Oh, when I worked at Massage Envy, we had this, I don't know what it was called, but it basically looked like a black light. 
you mm-hmm. put your head in it, and then the esthetician put their head on the other side. That's the woods lamp. And yeah, and they were like, I see a lot of hyperpigmentation. And I was like, how? <laughs> I don't know what, I don't see what you see. Because you could, there's a mirror. You get, you, yeah, you, you get, get very see. close. <laughs> I had a machine facial on Friday. Bitch, I got my life snatched. I felt so good. And... Um, one of the girls brought in this Peter Thomas Roth product that I'm going to get where it's like you rub it on your face and you let it sit for a couple minutes and then you rub it again and your skin just comes off. Like, yeah, I forget what kind of mask it's the technical name, but I want that because then they did that and then the fucking machine facial and because like it sloughs off the first couple layers of skin, like I got out so much congestion, especially because I was in New York and walking around sweating a lot. Like I was more broken out on my forehead. And then he just like fucking sucked it all out with the sucker. It was so cool. I was so happy. I was like, yes, snatch it. I also got my legs waxed for the first time during anatomy week. And I love it. I never want to shave my legs a fucking again. I will wax my own fucking legs if nobody wants to do it for me at school. I don't fucking care because it's not that hard. Like I will fucking do it. I never want to shave my legs again truly it's life-changing highly recommend it's so funny like watching you go through this process and i was like i didn't know but i i didn't i was like how can it be that much better it is it's it, miles you when you t- better and you have like like not like you have like weeks before you start getting that stuff weeks. weeks 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 and i'm somebody who like has to shave every couple days like i can't I don't have the luxury. Like, my hair grows in very thick and fast. It won't if you keep waxing. I know. I'm going to rip it all out. I'm like, <laughs> gone. I swear to GERD. I did see, I observed, like, because we'll watch demos, okay? I watched a demo of a bikini wax, and they were trying out a new wax, and it went really poorly. Ooh. And it was, like, the most traumatic shit I've ever seen. It was also hilarious because we were like, your pussy ain't popping because we can't seem to figure this out. It was a bad time. It was so bad. I quit this podcast. It was insane. <laughs> the instructor had to come help. I swear to fucking God. I don't like this story. Exactly. I'm so, I'm so upset. It, like, was, it was truly upsetting. It's like the instructors couldn't even figure it. Like what? Because it was a different kind of wax. What kind what, of wax was it? Okay, it was, was it hard or soft? It was hard. Okay. Because the this particular person had a very bad experience with soft wax. Because I believe a user error occurred. Because technically, in this situation, based on most of the hair that most people have in their pants, you should be able to use soft wax and easily remove like hair in that area. However, what happened to this particular person was the last time they had a bikini wax with soft wax, they ended up with scabs. Because either it was either too hot or she left it sit for too long or like popped her hand back. You know what I mean? Like a gentle pull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or a very purposeful rip. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're not slowly ripping, you're power stancing and pulling the thing off. You're not gradually dragging the muslin off. You are popping. Well, you are pulling sorry, it off. So, it's hard wax. It's like a. Yeah. Hard wax. You can. It's yeah. fine. But like the idea with. I mean, you know, like mm-hmm. and you don't want to pop your hand back. It should be like following the length of the body. Sharp movement. So Against you don't. The grain. 
so you don't like because if the skin pops that's what causes bruising and stuff so like clearly because like you know like if you move yeah. your hand up like this the skin's gonna snap back and that's like what you don't want so so now she's not only been traumatized by soft wax this bitch is well like she was like i only want hard wax this time because hard wax doesn't permeate the skin no, as much sorry now this is just like a, a person who comes in like this is not a no, 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 this is a student. Okay. It's a student. So she because was, I was like, well, maybe this person needs to consider getting waxed professionally. By, like, not yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this was all student to student okay. nonsense okay. I, or whatever. I, which we all accept, like, some things are going to happen, whatever. Right. Well. <laughs> do, do you? <laughs> well, I'm not letting anybody touch my snatch. Okay, because I'm not getting put out of commission. Because this is, like, what happens when stuff goes bad down there. Like, it, I mean, the skin regenerates, thankfully. It's kind of like the tissue that's in your mouth. Like, you get a cut on the inside of your lip, but it heals over pretty quick. Similar tissue. But you still have to deal with getting to that point. So they are, first of all, you can't lay as much hard wax as you can lay soft wax. Like, depending on the size of your tool, you can lay, like, a good bit of soft wax and put the muslin down and then, like, rip off. But with hard wax... Like, it just, like, the spreadability is not the same, and it needs to be a little thicker because you're not applying anything else in which to pull the wax off. You're just pulling the wax itself. You need to make a lip. Yes. Well, like, you know, hard wax is supposed to harden, mm -hmm. and then you pull it off, right? Mm -mm -mm -mm. No, they pulled it before it was dry. It wouldn't, if they if they waited till it dried too much, it got too brittle, and then would break in pieces. <clears throat> and then they were, like, flicking Oh, hard pieces of wax. No. no. <laughs> like scratching. No. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes, bitch. No, 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 yes. no, 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 no. I was like sweating. I was like dizzy. I just would have been like, I quit. <laughs> like, I, it was like traumatic. But then like you, like we we're trying to learn. So like, but because it was wax that like they didn't use in the school, it was like, what temperature is this supposed to be at? To when you can actually pull it and like the trick of it was was it was still supposed to be a little bit pliable so it was like pliable enough for you to lift up off of but like had enough bend to come off the body i guess it's just like this particular kind of wax but it took them a while to figure that out so you can imagine what happened they would try to pull and like the wax wouldn't come okay up. stop pause yes. <laughs> now we we are waxing this woman's vagina. Okay. She so, has uh, both legs up, okay, bitch. No. Okay. She is in position. Now, me. I'm laying wax right on a vagina. And the first one goes wrong. And I'm like, that doesn't seem right. I'm going to test on my arm until I fucking figure it out. Nope. They were like, they oh, kept this putting will on be her fine. fucking vagina. Yes. <laughs> they were like, and they kept practicing. No. I absolutely not. That is so fucked up. I am <laughs> so mad. And then they were like, we better go get the teacher. Like, why can't we figure this out? Because oh. it really, it really shouldn't have been that hard. I know, but you're not, I'm not laying another strip on your pussy until I figure out what I'm supposed to be doing. Nope. I would never. <laughs> it was so bad. It was like so bad that we all started to like laugh and make jokes because it was just so ridiculous. And then, like, no, they kind of figured it out, but then they also stopped because she was just like, never mind. They had to <laughs> cut some of the wax out, like, in places where it, like, just wasn't coming off. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then she had a bunch of ingrowns from, like, the first botch job. And it was like, you're already a mess. Oh, 
Oh, what? Six, text me. 16 minutes. <laughs> okay. Because that's a very particular name. But um, the teacher was just like, well, I'll, I'll get your ingrowns out real quick. And just like went through and just like <laughs> with an extractor. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know something fun about me, and this is something you need to know about me now. I won't let you do extractions. I won't That's let fine. anyone. Not do Not everybody. Mm-mm. One time, is I down. Had, one time I was getting my underarms waxed, and I had an ingrown, and my wax specialist was like, "I need to remove that ingrown." I was like, no, you don't. I mean, <laughs> it's you perfectly fine where it is. You technically don't have to. I do know, anything. but she wanted it to look nice because it was her, like it was her work. Sure, but it's your body, so. I know she did it anyway, <laughs> and I was not happy. I was like, I was like, oh, it's extract this, extract that, because they were doing it after like the, the one Peter Thomas Roth mask. Mm-hmm. Um, they got like the ones inside my ear for me. They were like, you really don't have any more, and I was like, look harder. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have to try again. We found one on my one classmate's back. It just looked like a little blackhead. She was like, oh, I'm just gonna get that real quick. It turned into a fucking project, bitch. It was just, like, very deep down there. And, like, she doesn't really have any, like, back acne issues. Or she had no other blemishes back there. She just had this one blackhead. That must have been where all of it was going because, bitch, it was deep. We were, like, invested. There was, like, multiple one, like multiple of, multiples of us with a student, like, holding her skin. The teachers got the tool. I, like, have my light. This is my nightmare. It, I was having the best time. Mm-hmm. I texted Josh and I was like, we are fucking getting this blackhead, bitch. It was <laughs> it was so fun. And the girl like didn't care. She's like very, very cool and fun and um, extremely silly. She was just like, I don't even feel it. I've been through much worse. Do whatever you want. It was so good. I am gonna have nightmares about this tonight. Not the, not even the black hair. Just no. The waxing was truly a nightmare. <laughs> That's traumatic. I was like, no, no, ma'am. I was like, not on my, not on my watch. You know what I mean? No, ma'am. Because bikini, you're going all around down there, and we didn't even make it to the back. You know what I mean? I've like, heard that the back is the like the least hard part, which makes sense. You know what I mean? It does. But, like, I don't want... Mm-mm. I thought about getting my butthole waxed. I would probably let them do my butthole, but not my pussy. Well, Truly. If you ever want that at European Wax Center, the service is just called the butt strip, and you can just do that. Exactly. Like, I would probably yeah. allow them to do the butt strip, because, yeah. like, there's not so much hair all around. You know what I mean? I just kind of want to get my butt crack waxed so that it's later. <laughs> Like over time, because you know how you're like, well, right, you know, it, yeah. yeah, you fuck with the follicles yeah. to the point where it doesn't come back the same. Yeah, that's what I all. want from my bottle. <laughs> 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 we were laughing because the person who got waxed was like, oh, it's like a forest down there and blah, 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 blah. Definitely wasn't. And me and the other girls were just like, after so long, we're all sitting there staring at her cooch for so long. We we're like, we got to tell you, it's not even that hairy, like. You don't even want to know, like, other situations. No, ma'am. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not today, Satan. They were like, well, you're going to have to do a bikini wax. I was like, I don't care because it's all flesh and parts. I'm going to be more concerned in 
where's the hair growing? Where should I grab tight so I can pull the thing? Like, it's fine. Well, yeah, it's just a But that doesn't that mean that I am going to allow you to get firmly acquainted with mine. Like, she's been here before. She's been the model before. She's used to being spread eagle in front of other people. I don't think I'm at that age where I'm okay with that. I am a, a lady, okay? I'm not. I'm an adult woman. So here's like a funny unrelated but related story. I say this and then next week I'll be like, I let them take it all. <laughs> I mean, so just, just got to do things to experience them. You know what I mean? I mean, that's how I got my legs waxed the first. Well, love getting my legs waxed. I can't well, wait to get them waxed. You actually know the person who waxed my legs for the first time. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the, she was training and then she didn't have a model for legs. And I was like, I'll do it. Fine. But I should have. I wish I had known going in because then I would have like just trimmed the hair and not had like such right. long hair i should have exfoliated more well i will i wasn't ready it's not my new i normally get my underarms and my back done that's what i normally do but that was a whole new area and i was like i ooh, <laughs> yeah you have to I, yeah because i had some hairs that like wouldn't come out and it's because i really needed to exfoliate i think i'm a person that needs a little extra exfoliation like i think my i have like high skin cell production bitch because like i need exfoliation and when they were like waxing they're like why aren't all these hairs coming up and i was like i'm pretty sure i need to exfoliate so unless if you got something i can rub on my legs real quick dry it's fine just like move on because you're not going to get it all it's ridiculous sorry i had like a related about unrelated so i took some thought things and so because <laughs> I just do that for myself. But then I send them to people sometimes. But like not people where I'm expecting anything back. I'm just like, here you go. Here's You're enjoy welcome. my body. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then I didn't look at it before I sent it. And it like had, it was a butt pic, but I was like kind of bent over. And I normally don't send things with like with my balls. <laughs> but like, woo, were they, <laughs> they fully on display in this one picture. And I was like, oops. <laughs> I mean, men have dicks and balls, so it's fine. I know, but normally I'm a lady, so I, I make sure that those, those aren't visible. Uh, whatever. It's fine. You know, I'll be naked in Elska magazine in Before the fall. Before we know it. Yeah, I know. So. I, I listened to part of the last week's episode. Uh, yeah. Whew. Should we, like, just talk about this finale? Sure. Now that you all have listened to me talk about school a lot. And then... If you have any questions about what's in your skincare, I would love to, to um, go through it with you because I'm I still need to learning. Get my clinical peel back from Kristen because I let her oh. borrow it. What is it? It's Dr. Dennis Gross two step clinical peel, not the pads. It's like a chemical. I don't know. It's right. two step. But what's the chemicals? It's like an enzyme. It's yes. There's fruit. There's fruit mm-hmm. enzymes. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that's happening in there. But there's also a lot of. It's a lot of things. It's well, it's clinical Ooh, for a reason. Yeah, but it's one of so it's this is quickly about exfoliation. So it's a chemical exfoliant, and normally, I like quick results with my exfoliators. I like that satisfaction. But this one didn't give me right away. But after if it's a peel, you have to do it a couple of times. But also after two days, which I didn't use it two days in a row, but like the second day after, I was like, oh hello. <laughs> So yeah. it's so weird how that works because, yeah. like, I watched our girl get a microdermabrasion, and while it was happening, it was like her skin was changing while we're watching it. So, like, the person that I was watching had um, some cystic acne issues. So you would like look at the the hyperpigmentation before and then after, 
and it was like markedly different but then when she stood up and her blood like all started rushing through the rest of her body her skin looked dull because like you're fucking with the skin so much and then like the blood redistributes because you're no longer laying down and then it kind of looks like shit for a minute because you just look like you're really dehydrated but then the next day bitch it was popping i cannot wait like fucking just sandpaper my face down i do not care truly okay so anyway season 11 the grand finale this is the finale. Um, so neither of us have notes, so we are just winging it. We're going to talk, 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 talk about up. it. I'll pull up the look so we can at least do it. Yeah, that's month. the best part. Yeah, that's, we'll wait till the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah to do yeah, like yeah, all yeah, of yeah. them. We also, I reached out to somebody that I know who was at the finale, who we referenced previously when discussing the finale, I'm pretty sure. But I reached out today to ask him whether he noticed any real difference between what was aired on TV as to what was like seen in person, what the reaction was like in person. Cause there were a few things that I heard right off the bat. So like when Soju came out, like people weren't really like very excited. Like she didn't get a lot of like emphatic applause, but obviously when they aired it on TV, they edit it. So it seems like everybody gets about the same mm-hmm. with like a few, maybe Exception. slight exceptions. Yeah. But when he like he had mentioned at the time, like nobody really cared about Sandro. Nobody really cared about. Do you know it's not to be mentioned? We talk about him all the time. Oh, I don't know. I'm just like respectful. I mean, he's it's it's, it's voices. Yeah, exactly. Be on our episode, but you know, I don't want to dox anybody. That's all. So, anyway, I thought that would be super interesting because I do feel like, as opposed to what he told us going into the finale, what it was like and what we saw was like a little different. Yeah. I really do. And I think that it does matter. You know what I mean? Because between like when they filmed it and when they decided who won, you know what I mean? If they didn't have it just fully decided at the time is what I'm what I'm getting at. Like how they edit it in favor of our winner. But anyway. So hey, we do not need these Mari Povich uh scripted confessional things that happened it was weird because it was like cute but then like was went on very long you know what i mean so i didn't watch the whole thing until today because i texted tiffany the night of the finale i was like just let me know when they start lip syncing <laughs> because i wasn't and i just and i didn't because i, I was up and i was like it, it's just like I happened to be up and was like, they gotta be close. Like it has to be starting soon. And uh, it did. I was like, you were right yeah, on the money, yeah. basically. Um, I felt like we didn't learn anything about anyone <clears throat> that we didn't already know. No. Um, we talked to the parents for one question. Everybody commented on how hot Evie's dad was, or is. He's an attractive man. Akira's family is adorable. And Brooklyn's mom reiterated the same thing she had said in Untucked, but in the finale, in case you didn't watch Untucked. So I did you it. missed that twice, but it was I just... I watched it. I finished oh, the Oh, well, finale. you know what I, I mean. I caught up on the... Because I... Well, I heard about these Maury Povich. Mm-hmm. And, like, I they're not to... as bad as they could be. Well, here's the thing. I don't understand the context in which it takes... Like, if... 
we were doing like what was that the ross talk bossy ross oh <laughs> that, yeah that would have made a lot more sense in like the context of something like that but this is the finale so and, like, like what is this to me this is a time where you're like i want all my queens to feel like legitimate and like not being put on but then you exclusively made them do these things where it was act acting and scripted so it didn't feel genuine to me and that's not what i want in my finale i felt like it at least highlighted like something about the queen that we loved i will say i don't remember silky or silky or brooklyn's very well at all i remember curious because i thought hers was kind of cute and i remember evie's because i liked that she was like dressed like that sea monster and she was like wearing all blue and like she had like some distinctly funny moments where she was like free hugs she's like covered in spikes well, I thought or whatever. she was the best at it so i would say from start to finish for the finale evie was a winner the entire time yeah like she came into the finale correct yeah with the entrance look with the looks during the lip syncs with like how her package went like everything sort of fell in line to be a straight line to what to to her being crowned well did you watch the top five episode no. Okay. Well, I, I wasn't reading before because <laughs> no. we didn't record that. No, I that didn't week. watch it. I didn't um, watch it and I didn't watch the reunion because uh, I just, and I was going to. So, but then I didn't, and the day of the finale came up and I was like, am I really going to try to like. So you were talking about how I believe Kevin said that it all it seemed like Brooke was going to be likely to win having seen the finale live. Now, here's what I'm going to argue against. <laughs> I know I didn't see it live, so I can't attest to that. But I will tell you, the top five episode, Evie was the one. That's what I heard. Yeah. And that was like the general consensus was like she did extremely well. Right. And so then we go into the reunion and Brooke came off cold as fuck. That was something else that I had heard. Because I listened to a couple recaps shows talk about it. Because I was like, if I'm not going to watch it, I'll listen to some episodes about it and just like put it together well the they really did her when they talked about vanessa and brooke it didn't seem very mm. flattering to her no. and also there was like some nonsense i don't know if it was with sugar in brooklyn no i know that everybody was kind of shady to scarlet and was saying that like no one liked her but like brooklyn called it out in particular and i know that she got some heat for that also yeah but there's like a lot of speculating because they didn't show this season in any type of good faith they like I feel like they cut so much out personality wise. Yeah. But like, I just would say like, if you were watching the last two episodes, like had your brain, like if you were like watching them, it was like Brooke wasn't going to win because it doesn't even seem like they liked her the last two episodes. Yeah. I mean, it's very possible they changed their mind about her too. Right. You know what I mean? Just like they did with Selkie because I do But also, I have never trusted Brooke. So like, and that's just where I'm leaving it. And you know what? Truly, truly... After much thought and consideration and comparison, which I know I myself have said, don't compare queens to other queens, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not. But if Brooke was on any other season of Drag Race that had happened prior to this one, she would have been a middle of the pack, high safe queen. We we texted about this. Yes. Like she fully would have gone home middle of the run and it would have been fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. But because of the way the dominoes fell in this season, because of who was cast, she made it all the way to the end. And I'm not detracting from her drag or who she may or may not be as a person. I honestly don't feel like I know enough about her still to this day to like make a firm declaration of it. She seems like a nice girl or whatever. But like, 
on a, on season 10 like even if he plays her on season 10 yeah she would have been james mansfield on season she 10. still goes home before monet and monique she definitely goes home before even the vixen because the vixen at least was like something, something. Was happening. yeah exactly so i don't know not well, detracting I, from brooke because no, like because it was the night of the finale i texted you i was like if Brooke's smart, she doesn't come back for an All-Stars and she just leaves just it where leaves it, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I fully agree with that. But I mean, I didn't feel like, and I mean, maybe it read differently in person, which is why I asked Kevin right. to like tell us what he noticed then. But like, I felt like even in the lip syncs, like I wasn't blown away by the choices she made. Like, yeah, she lip synced on point just like she did in the last episode. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I saw. I mean, at least we built to it though. I guess. Because she, you know the, what I mean? Yeah. Like you did it. You were ring your best drag as a ballerina, and then did it in point. Was and then, it her best drag? I don't know because I didn't think it looked good at all. But <laughs> that's neither here. Neither did me or Kirsten. So just in case you were curious, like I don't know. There was something just off about this entire also, season. But also, okay, and I'm not trying to be like shady bringing this up, but like remember where we started this season with Brooke, and she hashtagged black like. Like, we started with an apology for something. You know what I mean? She, like, had a post on her Instagram with that person in blackface and then hashtagged it blackface. Oh, and that's, like, where we started with her. I forgot about all that. I didn't. I sure did. Because, like, because that made me go, like, hmm, about her, like, from there on end. out. Yeah. yeah. And then. That's rough. It was a weird season, y'all. And, like, I know some people are like, oh, it was fun. And I'm like, was it fun? When was it fun? Because I think I missed when it was fun. And maybe I've had too much other stuff going on this season because I, like, did a big life change in the middle of it. And, like, maybe I wasn't in the market for as much fun. You know what I mean? Or, like, I mentally wasn't in the same place to to be taken on the ride this season. But I don't feel like I had fun. You know what I mean? Like, that's not what I would say. I I was at times entertained. You know what I mean? Because like some of the challenges were pretty good. I will say, I will say this. I feel like the episodes that I had the most fun watching, and this is not, <laughs> it's nothing to do with you because it was just my experience watching that, were all of the episodes where you weren't here. Like I had the most fun during those episodes, not recording them. That's not what I mean. But like those episodes were the most fun to talk about. Because I remember like the episode that Kirsten and I watched was where Mercedes did the Opelins. And like we... Boy, did we hoot and toot about that for a long time. But also, that was the ep- like Scarlet. That was the turning point for Scarlet. Like, so that was a very exciting episode. I actually really liked that episode. That was a lot of fun. Even though that's the second episode of the season, I tend to like the first episodes better than like the last episodes of the season. Because by then, the stakes are too high, and then I'm like upset no matter what. <laughs> like, I'm upset and nervous. And, well, not this season, because my stakes, there were none, because I really did not care. Up, uh, And that's... My problem too, because I feel like if there's no tension in my body towards the end of the season, like, well, why do I, why do we care? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do. And I, I, I mean, like the Evie and Brooke lip sync from the middle of the season was crazy to watch. It was insane. That was a lot of fun. It was good. I'm not saying it's like one of the best lip syncs. No, but it, but was, it was like, good. It was like that happened. It was that. It was the magic moment where two very fierce competitors. On even playing fields to each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? There were no, like skill. There were no downward punches. Right. You know what I mean? 
they were equally matched opponents. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did like Vanessa's little Van- 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 Vanessa on, on the, the street. street. Yeah, yeah, that was a good time. I really, 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 really love Vanessa a lot, and I'm glad that she was on this season. I think ultimately this will go down in history as she was done a little dirty because of the whole Brooklyn and her thing being featured so much. Because I think if anything, she was already maybe in a difficult ish place. And then now that can be used. I think if anything, like almost against her a little bit. And I just like, don't love that for her. I don't think that's fair. Also, did you hear that it's possible they were dating like prior to the show even starting and like all that stuff? Sort of. Because James messaged me on Facebook and was like, were you the one who spilled that tea? And I was like, no. (laughs) And I was like, because why? I don't care enough to find tea unless someone brings it to me. And that was just this whole season to me. Well, you want to know why? Because they didn't give Mina and West enough screen time. Unless if they wanted to make her look like a dum-dum. They d- if you go back to the first episode, I know why I say during her entrance, I'm like, they do not, she's not the one. Like, they don't. Because they don't give her the respect off the bat. Right. And then she somehow flips the script on them. And then they're like, well, it's too late. We are not in the top four. Because right. they know. Right. They, they fully know. Mm-hmm. There might be like two question marks going in. Like there might be like two people who can make their way into finale. But like they know. They production already knows. You walk in, it's like you're gonna make it far and people are gonna like you, but you're not the one. Sorry, you're not sec- you're not chosen to be that one. Anyway, the whole thing with Nina West is like fucked up too because It's ridiculous. I and I felt like it happened to a lot of people. It was like the season and she got kicked off and then we were all like, Well, I like bring her what? But like, I feel like I barely got to <laughs> understand why you were sending her home. Right. You know what I mean? Sugar Cane, Scarlet. You know what I mean? It was like Sugar, especially, you know, she went from like winning the one episode to immediately going home. You know what I mean? And like yeah. was barely in either episode almost. And it's like you could just tell they decided they didn't like her and they were done. And like, I know that the ex- accusation was thrown around that like she was boring but, like, how does boring equate to being bad, necessarily? Like, what are the, what's the rubric for which we are judging this at this point? Like, do you know what I mean? You could still be doing well at the competition and be, quote, unquote, boring, I guess. You know what I well, mean? Well, because sometimes winning is, bo- like, something winning every week. That's it's also boring. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. Uh the other thing with Sugar, it was like there was like clear progress happening with her as the show was going on, right. which is like exciting to watch because her face, Keeney, and that purple dress were like beautiful. They were the only two things that I and really that was liked. the thing about Nina too. Granted, I know the I know, I understand, <laughs> but she was like they showed her genuinely being like, "Tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. I'll do it. I'll try things. I'll change stuff. Whatever." You know what I mean? Like, that's what you want to see. Right. Because, so, I was talking to my cousin, Jess, because she was like, I watched the finale. I can't believe this. Because she, like, didn't really care for Evie. And I was saying, you know, say what you will. I also wasn't in love with 
some of Evie's nonsense at one point or another. Because, like, she's young and has insecurities and, like, taking it out on everybody and that's not cool. But she was, like, trying to tweak her drag and make it better as the show went on. Yeah. Which is, is like, what you would want to see in a winner. Right. Is, like, them recognizing how they become better and then at the end becoming better. And even at the finale, you saw, like, fully, more fully realized high concepts from her, which is, like, what you were waiting for all along almost. Right. Because it's like the execution that was a little messy sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and once I explained that to her, even she was just like, oh, well, I mean, when you put it like that, like, you can see that arc was there. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm personally not mad at all that Evie won. I think that that feels good. Yeah. And it would have been... I don't know what I would have done if they let Brooklyn win because I feel like this season already is like difficult for me still figuring out why, but like difficult for me and it would have been worse just because I don't think that she did enough to warrant winning. And I think like the optics of her winning would have mattered more than the win itself. And that's a problem. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that like, give it to somebody else that's not a white girl just to make the fan base happy. No, that's not it. But it's like continuing the idea of like rewarding, not, how do I want to say this? I was going to say rewarding mediocrity. It's not that. It's just like continuing to reward things that are unexciting or things that we've seen before. You know what I mean? It's like rewarding the old faithful, the thing that, you know, performed exactly as expected when you would think that we would continue to reward people that are like innovative and trying to like further their drag and like, will continue to, to like expand what it means to be a winner. And I feel like Evie does those things. You know what I mean? It's like elevating the crown to a, a new height almost. Yeah. That's like what you want. And she deserves the crown because she herself like, worked her ass off to get to the end. You know what I mean? Yeah, Evie was more dynamic. Right. So, like, I'm super glad that in light of all of that, especially once the lip syncs went down from what we saw, like, that they chose to reward that. Because as much as I wanted Akiri to have a dog in this race at the end, I knew they weren't going to give it to her. We'd barely seen her. The whole fucking season. I still feel like I don't know much about her. Well... They dropped the, she adopted her son's, I'm sorry, her brother's son. Did yeah, you catch that? Yeah, I heard that? that, yeah. Where was that? What I don't know. The, I mean, I know I missed the last two episodes. Yeah. But like, but, but I've kept was, up with stuff enough, you guys, clearly like, I'm. Yeah. you where, know what I mean? Where was that? I don't know. Because I feel like on season two, we were talking about Tyra's son the whole time. And we knew all about that relationship. Do you know, when we were at Vane seeing Nina West live, Josh said, I didn't realize all the activism she's done because I don't feel like they really mentioned it on the show. I was like, they probably mentioned it on the show once. And he was like, I didn't realize that. And I was like, that's like the cornerstone of what she does. Yeah. It's like she has created this fund that is like helping all of these people and continues to funnel money. Raised millions of dollars. Through it in order to continue to help people. 
And he was like, I literally had no idea. Speaking of, she's teaming with Jenny's ice cream, which is some of the best ice cream I've ever had. I mean. So go get you some. Mm-hmm. Go do that. It's so good. Mm. I don't think one, I don't think my favorite flavor is one of her flavors, but also my favorite flavor is like for old people. (laughs) It's it's almond butter. It's like butter, pecan brittle. (laughs) It Mm, is literally like an ice cream for old people. I fucking had, when we went to New York and visited friends, we had this like, they had like a bougie pop-up shop of this ice cream. And we had to walk everywhere. So I met the friends that I visited have a six-week-old baby. And he's too small to go on the subway. So we were, like, hoofing it all over Long Island City. And, like, we went to Battery Park and took the ferry. Like, did all these things in this, like, semi-creative way. Because usually we just take the subway everywhere in New York because it's, like, quick and fast and easy. And they live very close to it. But with the small baby, we were, like, pushing them all over the city. Fucking, I had this fucking crazy ass ice cream, but it, like the flavor ended up being essentially what you were describing. <laughs> <laughs> I could have got something like, you know what I mean? It was like yeah. all these flavor, complex flavor profiles, but it ended up being just that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's I was so good happy though. as shit though. Yeah, yeah it's, it's fucking so good. good. Um, very happy that Nina won Miss Congeniality. I mean, I cried again. Did you? Of course I did. You guys, and I know Tom already touched on it, but. If you ever have a doubt why Nina deserved to be on the show, just go look at any other lip sync and you'll understand. Or better yet, if she's in your city, go see her. Because then you'll be like, where was all of this? I didn't get a chance to witness this (laughs) at all. Mm -hmm. And I understand that like, you know, the show gets edited or whatever, but you also expanded it to 90 minutes. So what are you choosing to show me? Because I feel like I didn't get acquainted with this person at all. And they were here uh, up in, in, until the very end almost. Yeah. Excuse the sirens. Yeah. If you can even hear that. Sometimes we hear things and then they're not in the episode. It. It's so unfortunate because I just remember everyone talking about her before we went in. And I was like, I can't wait. Cannot wait to see her. Then it happened and I just thought, hmm. Oh, I'd like to know. And then we went. And now I know. But I didn't. How was I supposed to know? But what about everybody that's not going to take the extra step to figure it out? Or doesn't question the fact that it's a TV show and just takes it at face value? Do you remember the days where the editing was such that you just, like, agreed with it? Oh, Do you before remember? we started podcasting? Partly. But also, I feel like there was just, like, this bubble of where it started to get very heavy-handed. I think it, it was All-Stars too. You might be right. Because that I might have just the... been delusion. But even then, though, there were certain things that would happen, and you were like... No, All-Stars 2 was the season that changed it. I think that was right. the season where we were all questioning everything. It's like, why is Roxy Andrews going to make it so far? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And maybe Derek Barry, her placement the season prior, but I feel like up until then, it wasn't. Even eight transitioning to All Stars 2 because they cut eight short. Yeah. And like, once everybody figured that out, it was like, wait, what? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so interesting because if you go back and even watch the older seasons, it doesn't feel like they're hitting you over the head, but it's also like they're just letting things play out. 
seemingly. I think it, they let things play out more, but I don't think that they were fully, fully letting things yeah. play out. Because if you watch season five again, Jinx doesn't really come into play until partway through the season. I do. I did because notice that. It, it just... And then all of a sudden, it's just about Jinx because Jinx either has a really high point or a low point, and it's just like switch flips. And then we're like taking off with her. Um, I mean, season six, there's it's just like Bianca. It's like she comes out, and you're like, that's that's the one. <laughs> I mean, I feel like eight is similar. Yeah. Like if you're paying attention from the very beginning, you're like, oh, Bob's gonna win. You know what I yeah. mean? So it's like this is Bob's race to win. This is RuPaul's Bob's race. Like, he's he's going to win this season. And I remember when I started watching it when it was still all on Hulu. And, like, I knew what was going to. I was like, the ending is here. But I'm, like, 99% sure it's just going to be Bob. You know? What I yeah. Mean? Like, so if we take less popular seasons and, like, kind of deconstruct them. So if we go back to season seven. No. <laughs> less popular seasons like season seven which I, i've seen the I'm least just cut the shit no i mean that's that's okay. the widely accepted so what and is, i'm not contending so that what is the general argument is we have a bunch of look queens so we have no personality and then you kind of have katya running her mouth yeah and, and people, ginger and kennedy are mean people latch onto trixie for whatever reason too but i feel like she's barely in the season she is barely in the, and i still so i still don't understand for the that. love of god i, I have never been able to katia. figure that out i definitely got the katia yeah. thing but and watching season seven again some of it still doesn't make sense but anyway you have pearl who makes it stop and that pisses off like a lot of people asshole. yeah yeah pisses off a lot of people but the thing is we don't know anything about anyone Pearl was really controlled and did not want to tell us what was going on with her, which is fine because it's none of our fucking business. Right. But you are on a reality show where there's kind of an expectation of you being vulnerable and letting us into what's going but on. But Cameron Michaels did the same thing. Well, right. But played the game smarter because she didn't tell them what she was doing. Right. You know what I mean? That was the difference. So that, that the problem with season seven, I think, can be the argument for season 11, where it's just you have... Vanessa, who's our loudmouth, lovable, we all know who she is. She came to the game, talk and talk and talk. And then the four queens who made it to the end are like someone being pushed on us. Like, and that's just like personally, I felt like Silky was being pushed upon me and I wasn't really genuinely enjoying her naturally. It was, I could tell they wanted me to like her, but I did not. And my, like, she wasn't for me and I knew that, but I could tell they were trying to make her well, for me. Well, what's weird again is that they, that was the narrative they were pushing and then it's like they changed their mind halfway through. Right. Because, because I feel the same way about Violet. Yeah. Because I felt that she was mean the whole season and then she wins and then it just, you're like, what? Um, am I supposed to be happy about this? Like, right. I'm confused. I think the only, I think the difference between season seven and season 11 is that the winner felt a little bit more earned because we saw a little bit more dynamic. Was Kim Chi season seven too? No, season eight. Who was also on the top for season seven? Ginger and Pearl. Oh, wow. <laughs> I have to watch that again because I, I yeah. barely remember. And it's wild because Ginger performed so well kind of to the expectation. Poor Ginger. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. she's really fucking talented. She really is. She got screwed on All Stars too. She, she, but a lot of people got screwed on All Stars too. I know, but I feel like everybody will talk about other specific people, but maybe not give Ginger a uh, clout. You're, you're Ginger right. Ginger deserves Be- her but, clout. Because, but because Ginger, it was Ginger or Katya. 
Right. And but that's where that's why people has, you know what I mean? Right. Like is now this beloved figure. Whereas like we Katya for, was beloved then. I know. I feel like we forget that Ginger was also fucking screwed. Like in yeah. that scenario. Thorgy Thord. The same. Poor Thorgy. Yeah. Justice for He's Thorgy, bitch. Gotta Justice figure. for Thorgy, start to finish. What if? Sorry, I just came up with a, a really great idea. What? In passing. If you did an all-star season and you pick five, maybe six queens to come back from all-stars, you eliminate someone every other week. So it's not just one mistake. That'd be so fun. So you base it on two weeks and maybe you do a look week a design week or something that's like that. An aesthetically, an aesthetic challenge. So whether it be what designing a gown, designing a room, whatever that is. And then a week where it's personality based. And then after those two weeks, you put two people up for elimination. Because that would feel a little bit earned. It wouldn't, because then you can only pick six. So you have to pick six good ones where the competition is going to be fierce. Right. And not any nonsense just to fill time. Right. Or if you're going to pick queens, it's just like, I'm so tired. I'm so tired of all-star seasons where we're bringing people back to try to make us laugh at them, which is not the tea. Well, this is also 2019. I don't think that we're in the business of that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we're not going to take Kylie into that. It's not like, were she still alive? Like, the Anna Nicole Smith show is like criminal. And I don't think it's watchable if you would go back and try to watch it because it's clearly a show designed to watch a car crash over and over again into the same wall. We're not in in it for that kind of media at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're all we're, we've all for better or worse have evolved societally to expect something a little different from our TV. So, I think doing something like that would be amazing. Also, for regular seasons, I think that there should be a cap on how much you spend. Oh. There you go. Or. Because I've thought about that a lot this season. Or what if, unlike prior seasons, it's like, here's $5,000. Here's your expectations. We'll see you in two weeks. long. Matt Rogers said on What the Tuck, wouldn't it be fun if they like held all their stuff ransom for the first three episodes or something? And was like, nope, you got to use what's in the workroom. We'll give you one bag. So maybe you'll have like oh, your man. makeup and like maybe your tucking panties and like the rest of the stuff you have to figure it out. Could you imagine? Oh, hell would break loose. Because that would be fucking fun. Like actually level the playing field and make it about people's like raw talent, not what they can pay for. Just saying. Well, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. They typically do a design challenge the first episode to do. do that. The first episode. I know. But what I'm saying is it doesn't matter what you brought. True. Because you're you're going to have to make something from nothing. Which is good. Yeah. But I'm just saying that was just. For they, sure. They do try. I think they try to make us believe they're doing that. Right. I don't know. We just came up with some great ideas. I know. I like, Hello, uh, <laughs> Drag Race. World of Wonder. Are Hello? you listening? <laughs> yeah. uh, great ideas. That will be Thank $1 million dollars for that idea. <laughs> <laughs> also, less queens every season, including no. the regular seasons. 12. Cap. Tops. 12. Yeah. If you put in 10, you can keep, you can do one double Shante. <laughs> but like, no more of this 15 weeks or whatever the fuck just happened to me. Guys, we did not have a single double elimination. In fact, we had a double Shantae this season. Whatever. I don't know. Anyway. 
Let's should we get to crazy? Thing? Sorry, we just sure. really diverged. Listen, you guys, we had some catching up to do. Well, no, we did. We talked about Drag Race for the last yeah. twenty minutes. It just was. We were All out to, of order. We I mean, the finales are what they are, right? Yeah. Like, it's hard to talk about them like a regular episode start to finish, right. anyway, because it's like, and then they did this. Like, yes, right. we okay. we watched it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. There's not much else to dive right. into. There's not a lot to dissect. So the first lip sync was Silky. Oh. Who looked petrified when it landed on her. And then she picks Brooke. So did, was she told she Absolutely. was picking Brooke? Yeah. Or did she choose Brooke? 100% sure she was forced to pick Brooke. Because you don't look that. <laughs> she looked defeated before it even began. Started. So I felt bad. I did too. Like I didn't feel good at watching But then that. I also felt bad while I was watching her because I didn't like it. And <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't good. <laughs> I'm so confused because for someone who talked about lip syncing all season, this is why you lip-sync. don't overstate your expectations. But also, you already fucked up one. You knew you fucked it up. And you oh, said, I oh, knew. And she says, she says I know I didn't, yeah. but I'm going to show you tonight, America or whatever. Mm, I still don't think you did. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was it, sis. I don't think that was it. Uh, so they danced to Bootylicious. <laughs> I feel like I... And everyone knows. Was like dead and like floating up outside of my corpse watching this because it was just like unsettling <laughs> just for me. Like I didn't like... Uh, I didn't really care for what Brooke did either though. I, I just didn't. Before we even talk about the lip sync... We all know that season one disappeared because of Destiny's Child copyrighted music. Right? <laughs> Do we all know that? That's what happened. I knew that. They did not. They could not get the license for two Destiny's Child songs. And that's why season one just like disappeared for a really long time. Now, I don't know what changed. But if you like season 11, you better hope and you better have bought the season already because you don't know when it's going to go away. I'm just because Beyonce will have her way. Well, now Jay Z's a millionaire, so she or billionaire. I'm sorry, he's the first billionaire rapper. Not that she needs his money, but it also might not be a concern anymore. <laughs> like I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I've honestly no idea. But I didn't even think about that. Well, that's the first thing I they I saw Bryce I love Bryce Bryce opened that box and I was like, we're not going to see this lip sync for another thousand years. It's <laughs> <laughs> gone now. <laughs> Well, tell tale of the lip sync in the finale of season 11 where the one they did bootylicious. So here's my thing. I like when Brooke tries to be slutty in her lip syncing. I do too. It She's a very me, attractive she person. She makes me very happy. And so like I liked her lip sync. Well, just of the two, who you pick. Well, right, right. But it's just like I can't say either person did it for me is what i would say i would i mean i can't agree with that but like when brooke did that thing where her ass was in the air and i, I mean oh she's so fucking hot like, yeah. i like don't think i need to say it anymore because she is so fucking hot she's so hot she's so fucking hot i do not like her new way of painting her mug i don't like it but she is still so fucking hot it doesn't matter her body is insane what she can do with it is insane. I know. 
Do you know what I mean? But it's not, yeah. like, enough to distract me anymore from the yeah. fact that, like, I'd seen most of this already. Right. So I can't say I was, like, really, like, getting my life to it or whatever. I was just like, this is fine because Silky, like, it's just doing whatever. Like, I don't know. But but truly, the song starts, Silky Turns Around is already wearing something different. And I just thought, well, the first one didn't look good. The second one looked big on her. And then it just, like, kept progressively not it looking good. It didn't get good. better. No. Because no. I will forgive, like, a baggy knot. And then there's a reveal, and then that's perfectly fitted. It just felt like we never got no. to the perfectly fitted garment. Mm-mm. And then the hair choices were just, ooh. And, Choices all around. I just, and I felt, yeah, I felt bad for her. I did too. But I, everything I said about Soki, whenever it was, still stands. They did her dirty. The fan base has turned around and done her dirty. And that's partly the show's fault. Soki did what she did. And she deserves, I mean, I don't know that we're the ones who deserve to like, you know, do anything or like hold her accountable for any of that. Cause we're all just watching a fucking TV show at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like what she deserves is not mine to be saying in, in the first place. However, like you could argue she was some type of way on the show. Whatever happens, happens fine. But like, they also really twisted her narrative to their liking to what was convenient for them to like propel the show. And then like made her look really bad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I can't, I can't imagine going into the finale from that kind of momentum because it got like worse at the end. Could have felt good. I don't even know how I could have been excited to go to the finale, especially like not seeing the edit of the episodes until they air. Right. You know what I mean? What a fucking slap in the face that must have been. I don't like I don't blame her. So like partly if they did have some control over who they chose, I could see her picking Brooklyn just to like end it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because their odds are high. She's not going to be able to do anything to beat Brooklyn anyway, because they're clearly pushing for Brooklyn to make it to the very, very end. Yeah. So you just, Akira's her best good Judy. She's not going to want to lip sync against her. That's a fellow dream girl. So you pick the person that you know they want to see in the top two. Oh, it's weird that they went and make her lip sync against Evie. You would think. Just to finish that narrative. You would think. Yeah. But I don't know. But we're all editing the show better than they are at this point. Honestly and truly, yes. (laughs) Because you can hear whenever Silky's going to pick, I say in air quotes, pick who she's going to lip sync against, the audience is screaming Evie. Because they know. You would think. They would. You want resolution. We want our resolution. We need our resolution. Baby, let me know. You let me know. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. It's Aaliyah. I'm tired of arguing, girl. I don't, I'm not familiar with that one. I'm also not doing this song <laughs> so okay. right now. But anyway. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> so then Akira and Evie lip sync SOS by Rihanna. Which is no. a, a weird song. This is a weird song because it's got like a good driving beat, but it also doesn't like hit a crescendo or come back down. It just sort of stays like in the la, same la, place. La, 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 la. Like that's it. And that's the whole song. It's staying right there the whole time. 
So I think like momentum wise, it's like kind of weird for, yeah. especially for like a big room. Right? Yeah. So Evie's gone. That outfit was made out of like gifts from fans mm-hmm. that she like must have all stitched together, which is like kind of cool. Yeah. So she's like doing what she does. And I'm not sure what Akira was up to. I'm not sure what Akira's mouth, mouth was up She to. didn't know the fucking words, girl. And it... So there was a lot of argument where wouldn't it have been better to see Akira do bootylicious? Now, I felt like... And I could be wrong about this because we didn't see it happen. I felt like Akira was putting her money on doing bootylicious and then she didn't get it. And she was fucked i mean we can only guess right, right? but because the, what we were shown made it look like she simply didn't know the words right. and it seemed like she might have been playing it from a point of view where she's like being really sexy and like coy but um maybe again not the way to play it in a room that size because if you're on a big ass stage and you're playing it really tight and small even if the camera is right up on you it's not going to translate the same mm-hmm. you know what i mean so, truly, I don't know what she thought she was doing because I it did not come through my television. She, like, changed and, her wig, but not really. And then when she started her flailing her legs. I know. Me. I was like, oh, it's over. Like, it's definitely over. And Evie had a failed fucking reveal during all that, and it still wasn't as bad as, like, I didn't even know that there was a failed reveal. So, and I don't know that they showed it. They showed, like, part of it, but, like, it didn't work. Oh. So that's why you didn't see it. But her fucking undergarment said Free Britney on it. Oh. Which is... What? Sickening! Like, that's fucking amazing and topical. I'm here for it. Always. Come on. But, like, I guess even in person... It didn't, it like didn't happen. It was like a failed, Mm -hmm. you know, attempt at a reveal or whatever. That whole lip sync was arguably messy. It was pretty messy. From what we saw. But at least Evie was shown knowing the words. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like. Base. I I don't know what else to do about that. Yeah. Uh, And then. We have the final lip sync, which is Edge of Glory. Also a weird song. Uh, I like it. I think that it's a good... I think most Gaga songs are going to be good lip sync songs. But again, still kind of a weird... A weird song? Because, like, again, huge room. So starting small and then being able to, like, take it bigger is kind of... You would think would be kind of hard. I wouldn't, like, want to do it on a big stage like that. I love a crescendo. But I love a crescendo. And I think you need something dynamics wise, obviously. We know like not going anywhere is bad. Yeah. Um, I think that there were two different approaches taken. I mean, from what we saw, yeah. which is why I asked Kevin just to double check. I was like, I mean, seems like, what was the thing that I heard? Oh, Kenya Michaels. Yeah, yeah, you said that, I, I think. I did. It was just like, you know, Brooklyn with the like Kenya, Kenya Michaels, Michaels route. flailing around well. <laughs> Which Reese was just... The Kennedy Davenport <laughs> wrecking ball route. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot all about, I forgot all about that. 
<laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it's just I like, do. it feels I weird. Because I remember us discussing that. I just thought we both were, Coelho Kennedy made a choice. And she stuck to it. Went down with that one. <laughs> and then uh, Evie looked that last. Ooh. That headpiece was wow. wild. And it allegedly looked even better in person. That face So we on only the back? got so much of it technically, if you yeah. think about it, which is insane to consider because I felt like whether they cut it together well working with the outfit, mm-hmm. like I felt like I was like just like picking up on what she was selling me, like yeah. sort of like this very intense lip sync. And then when she like slowly bent backwards or whatever, I was like, is she going to fall over? Because like that has to be pretty heavy. (laughs) I was supposed to stay on her head. (laughs) Like that has to be scary. It must have been kind of awkward for her to get out of that because they didn't show it. Like you Mm. saw her dress kind of go back with her and you didn't see how she like got back up to like right herself. You just saw her like gesticulating again. Yeah. So, I mean, but the fact that she pulled it off at all is pretty impressive. I liked her lip sync. I liked it. I, I mean, I'm not that. saying I didn't like it. It, went, it felt there was not a reveal. Well, I guess Which if you I, want to call the face I a mean, reveal, you but can. not really. I think that that was like, for lack of a better way to put it, a very nuanced finale lip sync, which is cool because yeah. it's been a while, right? Mm-hmm. We had like last year's whole fucking fiasco. So, I mean, it was nice to see things kind of come off without a hitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? This finale felt good, which was good. I forgot about the butterflies. I don't think anybody's ever going to forget about the butterflies. (sighs) Because, wow. (laughs) Good God. So, I mean, that was cool, you know? But it felt very, it felt very correct when Evie was crowned. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked Evie's lip sync. Because I remember thinking, well, before I knew who won, I just kind of closed my eyes. I was like, it has to be Evie. (laughs) And I I, I was not going to accept anything else. Because I knew if they said Brooke, my heart was going to like fall into my stomach. And I just wasn't going to like that. No. No. What did you think about the random the random girl singing to see that walk and then the, the queens entering? First of all, that is not a random woman. That is Christine and the Queens, and she is everything. And if you don't Who know... Who is that? She is a French musician, and she is fucking talented as shit. And she has two albums out, the and you should go... overwhelming majority. I don't care about I'm you guys and you know. your unknowledge shit. She's a queer woman making amazing pop music. I liked that she sang this song. Okay, but either way... Also, go see her BBC Radio 1 Live Lounge. She covers Sorry by Beyonce, and it is sickening. Ooh, I would watch that. Well, either way. Now, who was the person with the red hair and the black dress? Because I did not know who that was. I don't remember. But I was able to identify almost all of them. And Nicole Page book snuck in there, and I didn't recognize her. Because her paint's gotten a lot better. So, I did recognize Nicole Page Brooks. The only per- there is still a person at large that I don't know. I wasn't sure who Venus Delight was until I realized that it was supposed to be a poor Madonna. 
cosplay. And then I was like, oh, that must be Mina Flynn. <laughs> was it on China? On I China. can't remember what everybody wore. On China wore a wig, which was weird. Right. Which was the Because she was that... one of the last ones. She had a high pony on. Also, why they didn't end that with Raja, I don't fucking know. But Raja looked amazing. Yeah. Like, the world, and I know when we watched her season, like, I was not nice to Raja. But I think that's because I love her. And I was so disappointed by her being kind of mean because I like truly love and respect Raja for what she does now in this current time. Because like we all as a human race don't deserve her. Like she looked so fucking good. Effortless. I turned to Josh and I was just like, I would do anything for her. Do you know that? Like I would do anything and let her do anything to me. And he was like, I mean, I get it. And I was like, good. I also told him I would lick the bottom of Monet Exchange's heels. I would do, I like, she could just use me as a seat cover. Because I don't deserve, I don't even deserve to look at her magnificence. She's just fresh off the yacht, darling, here to casually crown Miss Congeniality body for days. I was like, where? I don't, I can't. Perfect. Blair looked perfect. Yeah, but guys, who was the person with the red hair? I don't remember what everybody had on. I have no idea. Try to pull up a photo. Because I feel like oh. I, I clocked everyone pretty actively. Was it the person they barely showed? Because apparently they cut it early and Morgan should have been included. And they like cut it weird and like you ba- basically don't see her. We'll see if we can find out. Or if you know, for whatever reason, you can always tell us. We don't always know everything. I don't know if you all have listened before. Oh, no. This person didn't put them here. Um, you keep, keep talking. So at any rate, you guys, the world doesn't deserve Raja. Because she also looked very good on the pit stop. If you didn't watch that, there was like a one of the last episodes of the pit stop with her and Manila. Manila, who is continuing to execute at a level that none of us deserve to see. She was just on the cover of some amazing magazine spread and she looks so good. But she's on the pit stop and Raja's there with her and they both look fucking disgustingly good. So if you want to see them just to appreciate that. Okay, so I'm going to play this and we're going to. All right, we're going to try to do this. Okay, Eureka. Fine. I'm I'm not judging. Mayhem. Mayhem. Monique, Monique. Blair. Blair, James, James. Who's that? Kasha Davis. Who the fuck was that? Nicole. Nicole Brooks. Jasmine. Her Let's body's see that walk. You, you are. Venus. Venus. 
crush. Come the fuck on. Again. Look at that. I would do anything for us. <laughs> this is Kennedy, which it's bold to come with like half your face covered. Angina. That's Angina, right? Kimora. Kimora. Serena Chacha. You know, I thought that was pheromone. <laughs> so Sonique and Nick. Alexis Mateo. Coco. Coco. Morgan I have was no there. idea who that was. Was that Morgan? No. Morgan doesn't look that bad. It's the person that comes after Blair. Is it the person? No. Sorry. It's the person. I think it's the person that. Who the fuck is that? That's definitely not Morgan. Oh, it's Pandora. Can you tell me that's Pandora box? That's Pandora. I'm sure of it. Google it. I'm I'm positive that's Pandora. I hope someone left a comment. Uh, does it have all the queens? Of course not. Venus Delina is my favorite. <laughs> what did you say? Who did you say it was? It's Pandora. Pandora looks so good. Oh, that person doesn't have eyes. You should Google Pandora <laughs> finale, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I'm I okay, feel I'm, I'm going to roll with you what you said because I can't do better. I if if someone wants to correct me, but I feel pretty certain that's Pandora in a dark, dark mug and a red wig. Do you want to look at the finale looks? And the... Yes. So we'll, we're going to judge everybody's entrances looks. Ooh. OK, first is Ariel. Oh, sorry. This Ariel is fine. Versace. I like her wigs better. I do too. She figured it out. Yeah. I I don't really like the way she paints her lips, but that's her thing. Yeah, that's her choice. I like Ariel on a whole much better than I did originally. Yeah, me too. I think she came out on a positive. You know what I mean? She came out um, on well, a positive. Go, go and watch the clip about Wiggate reunion because oh, that was... Never mind. Not, it does make her less likable, but... It's just lies, 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 lies. The Manelli lies just rolled right out of her mouth. It was actually very amusing. And I was thought to myself, well, if you could have just done that on the show, they would have kept you around a minute longer. <laughs> I'll have to watch it. But she's wearing this pink fluffy tool thing. It's very girly, very her. It's fine. Yeah. I don't really need it. I don't think this photographs well, but I do like it. I think it... In motion, it was really pretty. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think this is the setting in which to photograph this. Well, no. And I don't know. These are the weird photos, you guys, where it looks like 
the queens have been chained up in a dark room for a while and then they like surprise them with the spotlight and tell them to pose because that is like the vibe here. There's like no real background lighting. It's just like a harsh spotlight on them and the rest of the room is darkened. Why would you fucking light a photo shoot like this I don't for know. drag queens? Because have we learned nothing? Do you know what I mean? I am a woman watching this show. I barely know anything, and I know this is not a good idea. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not going to be super flattering for most people. It wouldn't be flattering for me most of the time. Do you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I... Here's the thing. And then we already talked about it, but I'm over the bee. I'm over the honey. I mean, I don't need it. That's for sure. But I like this gown. Sure. And I just wish that I hadn't seen it seven times in a different... Completely fair. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Kahana. I didn't like this okay. at all. Well, it's a boot. Kahana. They looked way too heavy, those weird This is wings. the same thing she's worn every time we've seen her. I don't like this at all. No, and I don't get it. It's just big. And then it looked very... Um... Cumbersome? Yes. Like it was going to fall down and hit her or something. I wasn't impressed with it when she walked either. So. I didn't like this either. Mercedes and her gown with the big slit and it's like structured. And uh, I just didn't like this on her. It felt awkward. In I like motion. this. She's short. So that's the problem. Which Not, makes sense. But I just... The gown doesn't make her look tall and elongated, which is something that she needs. It lo- I will say it looks better photographed, but when it moved, like when it was moving and she was coming down, mm-hmm. I did not like it at all. Maybe it's because it's she's shorter, and it's a it's like a more voluminous. I like this color skirt. a lot, though. You don't like the color. It's fine. It's fine. It's like a, a orange red orange. Okay, <laughs> Nina's gown. I I don't know. I'm torn on it because I think her mug looks great. Her wig is good. And like the idea of it is very campy. And then when she turned around, I was like, oh, that's fun. Like I figured it out. You're a paper doll. But then what the tuck made the argument that like including the tab was a bad move because then you know something's going to happen if you can put it together. That she's supposed to be a paper doll. And then it makes like the reveal of the back being transparent, like less exciting, sort of. But I disagree. I I like am not. I don't know. I'm I, really not sure. I like the idea of it. I was obsessed with paper dolls. Like I've lived that life. You know what I mean? But I don't know that this was like the m- most well executed thing in the whole world. I think it's the best she's executed something like this. I mean, I think that she looks stunning no matter what. You know what I mean? She's been trying to do this the whole season. Yeah. I think this is the first time it was successful. And we didn't know what the back was going to look like. Yeah, I knew she was supposed to be a paper doll, but it could have just been blank. She could have just been white. It could have been nothing. But it it was an actual nude illusion that was painted to make it look like her ass was hanging out. Which I, I mean, I liked it. Yeah, me too. And I don't think that that distracts or detracts from it because it's just adding to the story. Once you can figure it out. 
But that's the thing. I don't think it was hard to figure out. I knew that something was going to happen when she was turning around. I didn't know what I was going to be. I didn't at first, and I didn't know what was going on. Oh. Do you know what I mean? So that's that's all I'm saying. It's like, when she went out the corner, all I saw was Milk doing the fashion, touch the fashion, I didn't figure life. it out at first. Like, it, it took me. And then she turned around, and then I was like, oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. at first, I was just like, what are these white things? Like, <laughs> I don't understand what those are. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I, like, I was watching bits and pieces of them entering and I was like I thought it was weird on the red carpet because I didn't know I like I didn't know on the red carpet but by the time I, mean. I saw it on the stage I but was then, like she's a paper doll right like I, I figured it out eventually but I'm just intelligent you know. I guess that's what it is you're so smart and so I have a bachelor's degree in general studies I'm sorry I'm too busy working to become a licensed esthetician so my brain is preoccupied lately mine's not doing anything do math it's true i mean i don't really feel the need to talk about how pretty plastic is because we already know this is very good <laughs> this is very good we already know plastic knows what she's doing yeah <laughs> like i don't know she looks really really good she does she's wearing a lot is she like the prettiest fishiest well i thought vivian panay <laughs> i swear to god <laughs> she could be though right for uh yeah for sure like top five at least oh if I, not top three you know what I mean? without like sitting here and like naming people throughout the seasons yeah, I, like but then we found out fishy can be boring too so it can be it yeah. sure can be like it's not everything yeah. but also just like i've come to expect nothing less from her especially if she has time to prepare yeah She's going to know that she's going to ensure that she looks good and she knows how to make herself look good. Yeah. So this is a stun, naturally. Uh, Raja looked good. This it's, was fine. Yeah. I This picture is unfortunate. It is because yeah, I feel the like. Lighting. Yeah, but. It's the lighting. The lighting is fucking rude on these photos, <laughs> man. They really are. Because this gown looked good when she was walking. Her hair looks really good and her mug was nice. Yeah. She, she looked good. She looks really good. Scarlet. Scarlet. This looks a little crazy. I love it. But I, I liked it too. The hair probably could have been bigger. I just like how she came out. And but she's, she's weird. Just, she's yes. Weird. Like, I don't care what she does at this point. I'd like her back on an all-star season. I'm sure it'll happen. Because you would think if the producers were smart, they like. I'm excited to see what she does post-show. Me too. I'm here for that. Whatever yeah. that is. I like her I'm following. Sweet oh, sugar cane. Sugar cane. She was up to something. Mm-hmm. She looks we didn't stunning. Know. This is just her in the, the first, first version. And it wasn't even like the reveals were complex. No. They were just like not what you expected, which was fun. Yeah. They so. were simple reveals. You're right. Mm, they they were very simple. She literally just drops her arms mm-hmm. and then like pulls the thing off and that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like this. I think it was just literally because it was so unexpected. Because she's clearly taken time to uh, evolve what she's doing. She has a burgundy lip on. That just is her color. It really is. Sugar is so beautiful, too. Yes. Cannot understate that. So, Jill. So, this does not photograph well. And I said this to Tom. 
Probably the night of the, fin- or when the looks from the finale came out. Yeah, like when they were recording it. Because people were coming for her so hard. But if you look at good photos of Soju in this red garment, I understand what she's supposed to be telling me here. The the idea that she's like selling from her point of view and her culture, all of it. I get it. But it, the issue here is that it all washes out under like an intense light and especially here in the photo that we're looking at like the serial killer photos it looks even worse with this like abrupt light on her face especially like it looks like she has little to no makeup on makeup on which is like not gonna work you know what i mean it's drag you're a man like i don't i don't know what illusion you're participating in if it looks like you have no makeup on and just like a wig and a dress it's a little bit confusing and then the garment itself doesn't look like it makes a whole lot of sense necessarily in this context and what really sucks is like how poorly i I guess soju's been treated i haven't been like fully keeping up with like all corners of the of the track race fandom being terrible but because it's wide and vast but like i sent tom like this pretty heartbreaking tweet that soju sent out about like she like basically congratulates the fan base for ruining drag race for her i sent that to you no i sent it to you no i sent that to you i 100 sent it to you because you definitely didn't know about it and then i sent you the photo of this you sent me the photo of this and then i sent you the tweet the next day well, we can just fight about it. Yeah, let's... But either way, we had a, a long conversation I'm about it. I'm not completely it. useless. I just want people to know. I know you're not completely useless. You tell me all sorts of things. Not about drag race. <laughs> but I was like, I don't know. I like felt for Soju. And then she was like commenting on people coming for her for not wearing bottom lashes and stuff. But like in this case, if you're going to be lit like this, you probably needed it. But then that just speaks to... So do maybe not having enough experience doing drag under a bunch of different conditions. Like she's just like doesn't have that seasoned maturity skill level. Do you know what I mean? To know like if I'm under in these many intense lightings under under all these different conditions, my face is going to look completely different every single time. You know what I mean? Because like maybe you wouldn't necessarily always think about that. Right. But does she have to do that? I mean, I think that if you're going to the finale of Drag Race, you do. I don't think she needs to wear a bottom lash. No, I don't mean that. But I like, just mean be concerned about... I don't think about... she has to contour her tits either. No, I don't either. But I also think that, like, it's the mark of an unseasoned queen to, like, come out and have it look so different in so many different ways. Do you know what I mean? Because this photo looks completely different than the photo we sent each other. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So like you would think you would be wearing something or presenting something in a way that's going to look good always. Do you know what I mean? And it's not even necessarily about like bottom lashes or tits contouring here. Because she has tits. I mean, you could say those are tits. That's fine. I don't care. You know what I mean? But either way, I feel bad for Soju. Everybody leave her alone. It's fine. You guys. She understands. Her hair looks really good, though. Her hair looks super good. She had a fucking concept. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can see that. Leave her alone. You know what I mean? You're the one who's gotten before. I'm, like, yelling at everybody else. Like, how dare she have the audacity to go out for the show and then get on it? Like, you guys, not everyone's going to be perfect. Vanjie. That's a boot. I hate this. I mean, she looks really good. Like, 
I understand. She wore that wig during the season. With the shaved head on the side? Because her head's like, she's like showing her shaved yeah, head. Yeah, where she on had to design side. with organic materials. I, I would bet remember. money that that's the same wig. I don't remember. I think she looks super good. I, I just don't care about this. That's all. Like yeah, I don't like, care. It's not. It doesn't feel like. No. It feels like we perform. I'm just in this not outfit. living. I'm just like not living for this. Yeah. I guess. She was like, I want to be comfortable because I'm going to be sitting for five hours. Basically. And it's like, fair enough, I guess. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> but I'm not going to like gag over it. This is fun. Also, don't feel like this translates this is super curious. well. Look, I'm going to boot it because we've seen this like 20 times over for her. That's also a good point. But, like, this looks better here than I think it looked, like, on stage. I think on stage it looked super messy because you could see, like, everything, everything. Whereas, like, here it almost benefits from this shitty lighting. You know what I mean? Hers is one of the only contours that are still popping <laughs> with that flash. This fucking, these photos are brutal. Brutal. But, like, her mug looks good. I just don't, I mean, the rest of it's fine. Is it? I guess. I don't I know anymore. There's so many feathers. She do I know? No, no. What do I know? Truly? What do you know? If you want to be mad about it, y'all, I don't fucking know anything anyway. Okay? okay. <laughs> I already know. Thanks. Oh, this is her. So this person put up the what they wore on stage for, the for their lip sync. It's, I mean, a, it's a cute fine. boot. Sakiri in her like little blue lip sync outfit. Yeah, I didn't realize that she what she took off when I knew I saw her take something off and then I felt like I her outfit didn't was, look. No, I didn't. I didn't realize that was part of the reveal, which is a bad oh, sign. Ooh. So okay, Yikes. I did not like. This looks better in this photo than it did on anywhere on the, else. Right. So we were looking at Brooklyn's like runway look, like with the, the red carpet. And yeah, then the first one. The nude illusion with the with the bridal-esque like leaf feather patterns i didn't like this when i saw it on the carpet i didn't either but tom's correct it looks a lot better in this lighting because it looks more dramatic yeah i didn't like it it's very washed out though if you don't have this intense lighting Mm -hmm. and then it looks completely different and like i usually don't pay that close attention to lighting you guys i know i keep bringing it up but like it super matters because it's like making or breaking (laughs) Some like some of these looks. some of the opinions. Yeah. So like this looks way better here. It does look really good here. It doesn't look but good. But it definitely either. didn't look that good on the carpet because mm. I remember showing it to Josh and probably sending it to you, you being did. like, I don't fucking like this at all. And look how crazy her eyebrows are. They look good here, but like I swear it's like changed her whole face to me. Cause she's like arching them more and they're much darker. And I wish she would stop. But that's just my opinion. So this is her first lip sync look. Okay, I see what you're saying about the eyebrows. Yeah, this is her first lip sync look. So short Bro. blonde hair, guys. I mean, that's in a dominatrix outfit. She looks disgusting. Yeah, it's, it's sickening. Yeah, it's, it's so good. It's truly not allowed. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I'm glad that you see what I'm saying about her mug yeah. because it's been driving me crazy because I feel like it just changes her face. Her eyebrows are like violet tchotchke eyebrows. Like the the curve yeah. is like yeah. insane now, and like I think that it almost works here, but it once she starts moving and doing stuff, I'm like, oh my god, why did you change your eyebrows? But anyway, oh, this is so good. Yeah, this looks great. 
There's no getting around it. And then her, there's <laughs> just a box of shit sitting behind, right behind her. <laughs> so she had the big coat over this one. The one that said reveal, reveal, reveal. Which is like a cute idea. Yeah. And then she had this like shattered glask. 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 What is happening? The jumpsuit that looks like it is embellished with shattered glass almost. I'd like to know, is it? It can't be because she would have cut herself up. No, it's definitely not. And the effect is really cool. And I think if a local queen wore this at Vane or if we were at any drag show and we saw this on stage, we would have been like living for it. But I feel like for the RuPaul's Drag Race finale main stage, it's like just not enough. I don't think you're able to see it as well. No. And the because you're going to get hit with so many lights, your lights are like it's not going to reflect light the way Mm-mm. you want it. To. It's just going to end up because if you have out. a spotlight, it's just going to hit ever, like one spotlight on you at a drag show. The way it's going to reflect on the audience is going to be a lot cooler than. Although, however, I went to CC uh, a few years ago when she was touring and they did this number and it was really fucking cool. But it was she performed Diamond because she wrote that song like mm-hmm. Rihanna's Diamond. Or is that what it's called? Diamond? Bright? Diamond? I don't know. Anyway, the number, the guy, the dancer, because Sia just, if you ever see Sia live, she just stands on a platform in the corner and sings and the dancers do everything else, which is wild, but so much fun. So I would fun. love to see that. So he had these like gloves on and when he opened them up, they were just covered in shattered mirrors and the spotlight was just hitting his gloves and then it just reflected in the That's audience. Awesome. It was wild. And I just remember... That whenever it was first revealed, the audience just went <gasps> like there was a a, a gasp. We just went across. That's <laughs> across so cool. The it is if you have the opportunity to see Sia live and just the production of it is just insane. That's so funny because she doesn't do much, but you're still fully immersed. <laughs> you know, bless her. Oh, that's awesome. So cool. And Miguel opened for her, and that's. Oh, bitch. My pussy was wet. Yes. <laughs> I was not okay. And I was On sitting fire. I was sitting next to these. So, low key, Miguel was the real reason. I love Sia, but I was just I so love wanted Miguel. to see Miguel. And the two girls next to me mm. were really into Miguel. And when he had set, we were standing, <laughs> we were all three of us <laughs> were just like fully living. That's awesome. Ugh. Okay. Sorry. Love that. Oh, Silky. Oh, I forgot about this one. I did too. So Silky's wearing the Rookie Lake hairspray homage that everybody naturally compared to Alaska's Rookie Lake homage. And then I also said, I thought all three of them were terrible. I don't like any of them. (laughs) Same. So So we're in accord with that one. Like, I didn't like this. I didn't really care for it when Alaska did it. So whatever. Do you know what I mean? Except Alaska wore it at a reunion, not at a finale. So there's that. Yeah. I'm just moving. Ooh. Mm. So her first, ooh. (laughs) Her first lip sync. And it's just like the first before the reveal. And it is. Mm-mm. It's fine. It's I didn't just, realize how big that know. hair was until it's very big. Ooh, because she took it off. So there's that. Okay, we just moved right along to Evie because it was one of those situations where if you have nothing nice to say, just move right along. So Evie looks stunning. When we were doing our last live thread of the season in the Facebook group, when Evie came out for the the final runway where they all walked, yeah. I immediately was like, this is a winner. Like, she looks like a winner. She took 
things that we loved about her from the season and brought them to a winner's level. Level, right. Because this is like perfect. And this, this is very good. Muscle, see through nonsense that it could have been so costumey. It looks so good. It looks good. so good. It looks wicked. Because you know, whenever like girls wear their like leggings that have this on it and it just looks or things like that this is like and then the headpiece and the train darling Mm. it's a lot and it and then her mug is like so good so good it's yeah it looks great and it looks great here and it looked great on tv yeah and it it just says something to you we were excited to see this yes that's the big that's the big thing and then her first lip sync with the, the all the craziness, which is so fun. I love that this is what she chose to do, and you know she made it. There's no way she didn't. So that's very fun. It's and wild. I can appreciate that. Plus, I mean, if it's a lip sync and outfit, that hair, I really like that hair. <laughs> I know it's if like it were messy. anybody that wasn't Evie, but in this mm. context, and it's Evie, it makes sense, and I like it, so mm. it's fine. Okay, and then her last, wow, that headpiece. And what's crazy I is... I didn't even see that those were eyes on yes. the dress. Oh, my God. The gown's not even, like, crazy. It's, like, understated. Yeah. Because it's the, letting the headpiece happen, which is the big thing. And then, just in case anyone was curious, the blood coming out of her eyes is Nurse by Sugar Pill. Because they posted that on their Good Instagram. Good to know. It's a great lip color. I suggest everyone buy it. Not sponsored. Not spawn. Not spawn. Thank you. Yeah, this looks so cool. Oh, I love seeing so this. Yeah. You want to know what my one critique of it is? What? Can you guess? The fingerprints on the mirror really oh my fucking God. me off. You're ridiculous. I am not ridiculous. You are fucking ridiculous. Just some Windex right before you go on. Who's going to have time for that? I don't know. It's what I Nobody's want. worried about it. But <laughs> I you. Am, uh, you almost just basketed me. <laughs> <laughs> I threw a piece of sequin at Tom, just in case you weren't sure. Where was it? Where did you it was it? just on the oh, table. Okay. It's probably from Fat McGrath. Probably. What does this look oh, like? Oh, I think this is what they watched the finale in. Oh. So did you watch the video of them actually seeing who I won? I did. It made me uncomfortable. They clearly told them beforehand who was going to win. Yeah. Because I think they wanted to avoid a situation that they had with All Stars 4 where Trinity didn't realize that they both had won. And it was like very awkward. And then like Monet had to sort of explain it to her. And Trinity yeah. almost seemed mad at first. <laughs> I think they wanted to avoid that. Because I got the sense that when Evie was, like, crowned, it was all very, like, yay, good for you. Yeah. Because they already knew. Like, there was no surprise Well, my favorite part is Akira and Silky's face when it starts. Silky looks miserable. And, like, I'm not trying also to drag her or anything. All four of them in the room? Mm -hmm, I'm pretty sure. So dumb. Not, the, not that I think the other two queens shouldn't be celebrated, but they don't care. There, there's no, they don't, I guess, I guess at that nightclub, in, if you don't read spoilers, you don't know who, 
who could possibly come out as the winner at the beginning of the night. Do you know what I mean? Because they yeah, do those at nightclubs. So. We knew going in who right. was going to be top two. And we told everyone. <laughs> and I like flipped out and deleted the whole episode. Sorry, guys. Sorry. That was also my fault. I've been trying to make good choices. It's really hard. I feel like my whole brain got cracked like an egg starting school over again. And now it's like finally fully formed back into something I can use. But like starting school again, it's been wild. Like very, very wild. I will never do it again. But just like unexpected consequences. I think I've like got on my feet. I'm a month in. New girls have started. Okay, so you're not the newbie anymore. No. So, like, I feel very, I feel a lot more grounded than I did even two weeks ago. Aren't so. you, like, almost halfway done now? No. Uh, June, in, like, another week and a half, maybe. <laughs> then I'll be halfway, I think. That's wild. Yeah. That, that is wild. What you said before was less wild. It is wild that you were almost halfway done. Yep. Yes, ma'am. I think I probably pushed my graduation a little bit, but I'll be done before the end of July still. So, but it'll be fine. Praise the Lord. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited. I've like been applying a couple places. I have something in the mix that I don't want to put out into the universe completely, but I'm very excited about that. I know how to do lash lifts. I learned how to do lash extensions. I've been learning so much every week and I think there's no way I'm going to learn anything else this week. There's no way. There's still four and days. And then of- something gets jammed in my brain and it's so exciting. I love all of the practical stuff I'm learning. Like I haven't truly encountered anything where I'm like, I never want to do this again, which is really cool. Almost everything I encounter, <laughs> I think I never would. I'm, like, genuinely interested yeah, in this. That's, I think that's okay. why. But I did, I don't know if I talked about it or not, but I did a prom makeup on somebody that I didn't know, and I beat their whole entire face. I color matched them using just, like, big palettes full of cream foundation, custom mixed them something. I fucking started to put it on, and I hated it, and I, like, had the confidence to be like, listen... I'm going to take this all off your face, not because I don't think it looks good, but because I think I can do better and I want you to look really good. And they were like, okay. It was like a a child going to prom or whatever. But like, I felt like really good about it as I was doing it, even though I was so nervous, like going in so nervous, like so nervous that I like flew, like flung a fucking brush out of my hand and like hit her in the chest with it at one point. Like I was so fucking nervous. But then, like, once I got into it, I was like, I know what I'm doing. And I know what I'm doing enough to, like, do it to your face. And I think you're going to like it. And by the end of it, like, I took a photo of her. And I was like, okay, look ahead. Now look at me. And she gave me this fucking look, bitch. I was like, you know you look good. I know that I did a good job because of the look you just gave me. And she started cracking the fuck up. Like, she thanked me profusely. She had a really good time in her prom. Like, I felt like a million fucking dollars, bitch. I want to, like, keep doing that. You know what I mean? Whatever I can do to, like, keep doing that for other people so that I feel fucking great. I'm trying to live that life. I'm trying to beat people's mugs. No one ever wants to do makeup at school. 
<laughs> like no one wants to do it. I'm like the only other person. And the one other girl who was doing makeup that day is graduating. So if anybody else comes in, I'm going to be like, I'll just do it. Me. I'll do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. Because I don't fucking care. It's so fun. Even if it's hard at first, I have no idea what I'm doing. I usually like futz it enough to figure it out. I mean, that's makeup in general. Yeah, truly. Makeup is just futzing around on your face. People don't just, they just don't know until they. I've been doing some weird looks recently. I know. I love it. I have so many new things too. Like, and I just like haven't made time for myself to, to do my own makeup. I really need to like make a concerted effort. I have that Sephora Moschino palette I never used. I opened it, looked at it, haven't touched it. I just got the Alyssa Edwards Anastasia Beverly Hills collab. I got these beautiful eye toppers by Milani and I bought a fucking neon yellow highlighter LA girl eyeliner because I was like, this is a weird color. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to try this. I'm going to see how I can incorporate this. The eye toppers are very cool. I'll have to bring them over. They're very pretty. So I beat my mug yesterday and I hadn't really done like a, like a, a look that I know I could do going into it in a very long time. Cause I've just been like fucking with things and I, what palette did I even use? What did I reach for? Colored rain, the color rain queen of hearts. palette. Oh yeah. 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 yeah and I was like, that's the one today's that's the one. What's funny is it looks like I have red on, <laughs> not a, not a red that was put on my face. There's an orange and, a and there's purple. Yeah. Like a pink purple. Anyway, so I finished and I was like, I'm fucking good at this. <laughs> this yeah, beat. you are. Yeah. I just haven't done it in a really long time. And I just reminded myself that I could still do that. And then I went to drag brunch yesterday and I saw both Danielle Vasquez and uh, our favorite. Our, our fave. Our fave. She's been on. Sasha Nolan. I, I was thinking her. we should check in with her sometime. Well, she said she wants to come back. And I said, oh, anytime. Good. I said, anytime the, the chair is always it's it, yeah. forever open yeah forever it's, open if we do it in the summer it's less likely you're gonna get stuck on snow on a hill so true that and i could meet her like in person because i didn't get a chance to do that either so uh, well you were busy yesterday i ended up going to this drag brunch by myself i was in my last class yesterday or else i would have been with well him. you well you would have already had a ticket <sighs> guys i'm just gonna like vent here and this vent. is like a consistent this is a safe, safe and it's place. not about the person the person ever listens to it it's not about the person who didn't end up coming with me yesterday it is just like a constant thing in my life where i make plans with people and then like either something logistic like legitimately happens or it's just like people don't end up like canceling on me last minute and it just like grinds my fucking gears really bad and it's very frustrating and when people wonder why I don't want to go out and do things with them, it's because I know they're going to cancel on me either a week in advance, two days in advance, an hour in advance. And it really fucks me up. It really makes me angry and I don't appreciate it. And I, I know that like people, I'm pretty flexible with most things. I really you try are. to be, and I truly try to let it go. And I know it's not always in your nature to be that way about some stuff which is fine because i respect that about you so it's cool that you like you know what i mean right but here's the other thing that like really bothers me about this is if i've set aside time to be with you it means that i have now set aside time for you and not anyone else and now it's the same day and you've canceled on me and a lot of people already have plans and now i'm just like stuck 
Right. And, and sometimes it's a blessing where I just need free time too, but it's just when there's money committed to something, yeah, then it's just like sucks. a lot different. That sucks. I just, I just, that's like one thing that really has always been like <laughs> bothersome to me. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard on both both ends. I'm usually the shitty person who's canceling. Obviously, that's my lot in life. But as I've gotten older, I'm like fully aware that that is not cool. And I really try. I really try not to overcommit to things. I'm still learning, but I really, really try. Or if I'm genuinely not sure, I will at least communicate that now as opposed to being like, oh, I'm 100% going to be there because like I... I can't speak that far in advance for most things. You know what I mean? Like the lash classes, I committed to them with a $600 deposit. Like I was going to the lash classes. You know what I mean? But Antoine had a thing Saturday night and I told him way ahead. I was like, I would really like to be there. I will let you know closer to. And then he texted me checking in and I didn't answer because I wasn't sure. And then the day of we were, we talked and I was like, doesn't really seem very likely. But, like, I'm sending you my spirit, and she's horny, so, like, get out there and, and do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he has a show coming up. It's actually on the weekend when I don't have anything to do in a couple weeks. And it's, like, $10 or something. So, like, I'll go to that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I try to keep it 100. It's really hard. And I understand that it's bullshit, though. And, like, if I would have bought a ticket to go to a drag brunch, I would have gone because I bought a ticket. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If it's a ticketed event and if someone else is, someone else is like, supposed to be there with me, then I'm going to show up. Whereas, like, I bought tickets to go see Vanessa mm-hmm. and I was going to go by myself, I think, and I just oh. didn't go. Do you know what I mean? And that, I was out $20, but I didn't feel bad because it's, like, $20 that went either in Lola's pocket or Vanessa's. So, right. fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's on me. Like, if I'm choosing not to go, I'm out my own money. And I'm not, like, hurting anybody. So, in that case. But it's hard. And it's shitty. And, like, all the reasons why you just said or why I'm trying not to do that anymore. Well, I wasn't, like, coming for No, you. you're not. And I'm not, like, I don't feel the need to defend myself. Yeah. But I think it's important. You know, we're both sides are being shown here as the right. person who's very consistent and holds a good schedule. Well, I, I'm... It's hard to and be I'm consistent. It is really yeah. hard, and that's why I'm not good at it. I've right. never been good at it. I just have... The other thing about me is I have so little free time as it is. You really do. When someone fucks up my free time, I get pissed. Like, unreasonably pissed. And here's what happens, just in case you were wondering. I get mad, and then I go lay in my bed, and then I fall asleep. Which isn't what I wanted. If I would have known I had time to myself that wasn't committed to someone else. But now, do you know what I mean? If it might have been ended. It yeah. could have been handled differently. If I would have known I just wasn't going to see anyone, I would have planned to do something else by myself. Right. Like I could have sat down and filmed and edited or done something else. But I'm not making time for that because I'd rather see people because I only get to live this one life. So I'm trying to be out. Right. And that's hard for me, too. Like, it's hard to be around people all the time. But I am. <laughs> Trying to make the best of yeah. it. I hear you. It's so hard. Life is hard. I'm, like, trying to do that thing where I make sure I see people and, like, don't just come home from school and, like, 
go to bed drown yeah. yeah like i'm trying to keep it balanced a little bit it feels easier now it felt very hard and like that those first couple weeks went really fast too so like it's been a little while since i've seen some people and i like didn't realize i was like oh woof because i basically quit went on a very long vacation came back started school so that was like, what, six weeks ago now that all that ha- has happened all within six weeks. So like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm like, oh, I guess I need to like see my family and like other friends and like keep in touch with people. <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah. And sometimes people text me and I just I'm like, we haven't talked in months. Where have you been? What have you been doing? Oh, it's a lot. Yeah, it is. It's truly a lot. Being and an adult is an ever-changing beast. But what's weird is when people catch you at different times. And like, so I just ranted about work to Tiffany. But now that I've ranted about work, when someone else asks me how work is going, it's going to be a completely different answer because mm-hmm. <laughs> I've already talked. I've just I've talked it out. Ugh. And sometimes that's all it, it takes, yeah. you know. I feel great. Right now, because this week is going to be easy because so every week the instructor changes. It's like a different person. Mm-hmm. And I've had all of them now. And now we're back to the beginning. And this this woman is such an angel. She's so sweet. She's so laid back. I love her so much. I love her. So like, it's like nice to see her again. And, like, I know what to expect now. So, like, my anxiety is very low. It's going to be a good week. I'm going to make it a good week. I don't really care. Like, it's going to be a great week. Just chill. Anatomy was so fucking hard, you guys. I really did not care to learn all that anatomy in two weeks. That's so fast. It's like People a take fucking a whole lot. Yeah. No, it's like a fucking lot in two weeks. Because it's three chapters a week. And then they happen one right after another. And I was like, Jesus Christ, I've barely been here. Like, give me some buffer time. But that's just like where I started in the cycle. See, these girls that started this week won't have it for another four weeks. And you're going to, they'll pick up stuff along the way that like sort of helps frame everything. You know what I mean? It's just crazy. But it'll be good. And that's that's just what it is. Sorry, I just was thinking. So I wish I wish everyone could have been at drag brunch with me yesterday, but I just like I wanna tell you just like the experience of this particular drag brunch and please because i saw the videos and the the layout was interesting oh (laughs) so i'm not here because i don't know whoops was responsible for the myriad of things that were like questionable about what was going on so i walked in it was in a hotel but it was in like a hotel restaurant so i walked into the hotel and when I tell you I opened the door to the most deafening sound that I have ever heard. And I just was like, and the guy who was working the front desk just was, seemed nonplussed by the, <laughs> the screeching noise coming from my left. And I just thought, 
we're already having sound issues, so like, cool. <laughs> yeah, not great. I walk to him to see which way I have to go for the drag brunch. He points me in the right direction. I sit at the bar because I'm by myself. Anywho, the bartender is swamped. And oh, he no. took like 20 minutes to get to me. And I was by myself, so I didn't want to buy, I didn't want to commit to bottomless beverages by myself because I thought that might be sad. Which is fair. <laughs> but then it turns out I paid two for two pool price ones. And then I was like, well, I am going to switch to unlimited now. It's not like I drove, so it wasn't like a big yeah, deal. Yeah, right. But then. I also had it. I had my hangover like a few hours after. This is why I don't drink mimosas, but I, but that's why that's the only thing that ever comes bottomless. There's so much sugar and you're drunk really fast. And then the hangover sucks and it happens in the middle of the day. It doesn't happen the next day. It's not like you were drinking till two and then mm-hmm. your hangover it's starts. Same day. And then, yeah, same day. So it's brutal. Tough stuff. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> there was a live band who opened for the drag queens. And when this was announced, I thought to myself, hmm, that's a choice. They were actually pretty decent, which I was the best you think you can ask for when a live band is going to perform at brunch. I mean, is well, that yes. decent? <laughs> so I was pleasantly surprised by them. And then Danielle hosted the gig. And she, I've never heard her talk before because at Vane, she just does her two numbers and then leaves. You know, like she doesn't get the mic to talk right. on it. So it's fun to hear her host, but it was an all ages thing, which is. That's interesting. It is because she had to not curse. Keep it PG. Yeah. And so she just would say beep instead of swearing. But boy, did we beep a lot. <laughs> That's so funny. And then. Sasha's number was supposed to start and she was second and they started playing the song and I see Sasha's head like because I could see where they were coming in from where I was sitting and I just see Sasha just like whip her head around this this, <laughs> this Chinese like dressing I saw that yeah. yeah and I was like that's not the right song I can tell it's not the right song by her body yeah. language yeah. it's not <laughs> yeah. the right song and she gives them a minute she's like if I don't come out, they're going to realize that something's wrong. Sure. And then she just rounds the corner, tosses her hair, walks right up to the DJ, which is a pretty long walk. And that gets the right song played because that was the song Sasha performed at like the last drag brunch they did there. It was just a lot of messy things kept happening. And I, like, but when they like the, clearly they weren't staffed enough for this event for the hotel. Like it just seemed like a lot of things were just like confusing. You know, sure. But Sasha broke her heel. You texted was before- me Yeah. I, well, I was also drunk. So it was like, Sasha broke her heel. She didn't, she, not even flinch. I just happened to look down as she like took money from me. And I was like, <gasps> so I, I was panicked for the rest of the number, but she handled it flawlessly. Yeah. Um, She's a goddess. And then I met the person who put on the event. His name is also Antoine. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Uh, and he, I wish everyone could see the way he was dressed because he had on these like black sequin pants. And I just thought to myself, well, I need them. <laughs> you know, I just, I just, uh, I need them. And he had this beautiful chevron blazer on. And he was wearing this like no shade, 
but he was wearing sunglasses inside, but like they weren't real sunglasses. They were like the sunglasses that they were really small and you just put on the tip of your nose and it was just like a look. <laughs> and I just, I was living for it because it was so extra for the morning. That's very <laughs> <Yeah>. fun. Bless. <laughs> uh, and he came over and spoke with me and he was like, <laughs> this was the funniest thing I've I've heard it a long time because I, um, he just says, who are you? <laughs> I've never seen you before. And the Pittsburgh scene is pretty small. So you it do, isn't, like, yeah. you've kind of run into most people. And I can honestly, once, I can honestly say that I have never run into him either. Cause he's not someone I will soon forget because he was so extra and I was living for it. Um, and so we were talking and I was like, oh, he's like, well, do you go out? And I was like, like not, really, not really unless someone invites me, <laughs> invites me to go out. But otherwise I'd like pretty much stay at home. And then he was like, what brought you here? And I said, I know Sasha and she was about that. And that's how I ended up here. And he asked, cause I was wearing makeup. He was like, oh, do you do drag? And I was like, mm, no, I just like makeup. <laughs> leave it at that. I wouldn't mind doing drag, but it's just like not. It's a commitment that I'm not making right now in my life because it's a commitment. You know, the commitment. Um, and he was like, oh, do you do makeup tutorials? And I was like, sort of. And I was like, but mostly I like, my main thing is that I do this RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. And he's like, you're that Tom. And I, oh, and I was like, so nice. I was like, yeah, that's me. So Sasha had told him that she had been on the show. And I love that. Yeah, so it's exciting. It was really fun to meet someone. That's very cool. Yeah. That's so maybe he's fun. listening. Anyway, I'd love to have you on if you ever want to come Fuck on our yeah, show. Yeah, that's what I was going to yeah. say. I actually have some things I want to talk to you about. Okay. Well. Some ideas. Okay. So I want to talk about these things. So let's get off the air so we can talk yes. about these things. And so we are going to leave you with Kevin's view of the live show. And how it differed from what you saw on TV. Yeah. So if you don't already follow us on social media, ums. It's you should. A, you should. We're there. It's in the show notes. It's very easy. We're very clickable. Show notes. Clickable. The schnotes. It's officially off. Ah! notes. What? Sean Mendez is so soon. <laughs> oh my fucking God. It's officially the off season. The fuckery is in full effect. Yes. But we'll go back to season four to finish that up. Yep. And Prepare thyselves. Um, I believe we still have guest hosts that need that have paid to be on the show so we need to bring them on. I know Allie's one of them. Mm-hmm. And I is James one of them? I think Probably. So. Probably. Arturo, are you on there? I'll have to go look at the Our list. Our sweet patrons, we haven't forgotten about you. Um, I have several ideas. Yeah, we just, the time is really the part we're lacking right now. But we're we're yeah. consciously aware and we are yeah. figuring it out. And I want to bring back makeup videos at bare minimum. So yeah. we will be doing that. Yes. Okay, so in the meantime, thanks. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting us through the season. Thank you. Congratulations on making it through the season with us. Thank you for keeping me going. Yeah. Thank you. Love you you guys. Yeah. And here's here's Kevin. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs) Hi, Tom and Tiffany and all fairy berries. I hope that you guys are having a fabulous pride season. Um, So I went to the live taping of the finale and Tom and Tiffany asked if I could just kind of share some of the like behind the scenes tea because let's be real like that's half of the story (laughs) um so I live in Los Angeles 
And whenever the tickets went on sale, I just so happened to go on Reddit at that time and got tickets. Me and two of my favorite squirrel friends got tickets. They were only like $30 each. So it wasn't that expensive, which really surprised me. Um, But we were in the balcony. So in some of the balcony shots, you can kind of see me if you like know where to look. But we were way in the balcony. Oh, also, before I like talk about anything, a lot of this is just like my opinion, my experience, a lot of like what me and my friends thought the audience was feeling with us, at least in the balcony. So if you know someone that went that had a different experience, like that's fine. This is not like hard proof, uh, but it still is interesting. So a few like random things. First off, the filming was the mon- was a Monday and it was the Monday after the episode where Nina West went home. So I follow the, like, spoilers. So whenever we got there, I knew that Banjee was not in the top four. But a lot of the audience didn't. Um, So whenever they started, Michelle had to come out and, like, say hi to everyone. She, like, read a bunch of rules, like, don't get up and use the restroom unless uh, we tell you there's a break. Which, in the balcony, people just got up whenever. But more for floor. They don't want people, like, walking around. No, like, phones, photos, things like that. And then she's like, and sadly, one queen did went home, and that queen was Vanjie. And, of course, everyone in the audience was sad, although I don't think anyone was really surprised. And she's like, make sure to show her some love whenever she comes out here, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, also, the filming lasts for about six hours, I would say. It started at 6 p.m., and ended around 12, 1230-ish. I will say, though, that production did a really good job at keeping things moving. Like, there weren't a lot of times where I felt like I was just sitting around waiting or like I was bored. But, I mean, if you think about it, like, take every single segment in the finale and add a few minutes to it for setup, and that's how you kind of end up with a longer uh, time. So... It was really fun to see all of the old queens. That's what they did first. It was a little bit interesting in the balcony because they didn't announce them. Uh, I thought that this was kind of weird in the what they actually aired, too. They didn't announce them. So most of it was us just trying to, like, figure out who the fuck was actually, like, walking. And most of them we knew, like, oh, yeah, that's Kennedy, like, That's clearly Blair. But then there were a few, like, I still don't know, was that Pandora Box? Or was that Morgan? I don't know. Also, I wasn't sure if it was Phoenix or Venus, even though I think it was Venus. Um, And then Angina was a little bit confusing because she was wearing hair. But uh, that was really fun. Although no one knew who Christine was, even though the, like, hype man in the audience was like, yeah, Christine, and everyone was like, yeah, cool, work, um, so just kind of, like, skipping through things, because I don't know if you guys will really care about this, but the interviews were really cute, um, with each of the Queen's moms, they, or parents, um, the interviews in actuality were a little bit longer than what they showed, 
but it wasn't that drastic of a difference. I know in past years, they filmed like 30 minute interviews and cut them down to like four minutes. Um, I think that they tried to save on filming time by doing those questionable um, like highlight reels before each queen that lasted a little too long in my opinion, but the queen just kind of came out, said a few things. They talked to their family. Um, Silky and her brother had a cute like back and forth that they kind of showed. Um, one thing that I was surprised that they cut, but also in general, the finale did not edit itself to favor Brooklyn, which makes sense because she didn't win. Um, but about halfway through watching the finale live, I was like, okay, they're definitely not like editing Brooklyn bad, but there were things that they could have included that would have made it better. So yeah, one thing that happened that was really sweet is during Brooke's interview with Rue, she just talked about how much all of the girls in that season meant to her and how great this experience was. And then near the end, she started to tear up and she looked over at where the queens were sitting. And apparently Nina West was crying and Brooke was like, Nina, stop crying or else you're going to make me cry and ruin my makeup. And it was really sweet to kind of like see those interactions. I definitely think that Brooke and Nina are pretty close. Also, Brooke's mom talked a little bit more about like what it was like raising a, a gay child and it was super sweet and heartwarming. Um, but we got a glimpse of that in what they actually aired, which I appreciated. Um, it was interesting though, seeing Rue's questions with the family because you could tell kind of what he wanted to hear. But also these are just like kind of random parents. So they don't necessarily know how to play the, the quote unquote game as much. So like, for example, I think it was, it was either Silky or Kyria's mom. I want to say it was Silky. She asked like, oh, so I heard that you had to tell or no, maybe it was Akira. I heard you had to tell Akira's grandmother. No, it was Silky. I heard you had to tell Silky's grandmother that she was a drag queen. What was that like? What was that conversation? And then the mom talked about something like tangential, like, oh yeah, like Silky's always fun. And I really, um, she was always fun as a kid and everyone loved her and then Rue basically asked the same question, was like, so I, that's really sweet, but, like, I heard that you had to tell her grandmother, and it was like, oh, Rue has a, a, a bullet point that she's trying to hit here that was a little bit awkward, but also kind of interesting. I mean, it makes sense whenever you only have a few short minutes to air something, you want to make sure that you just have, like, one or two back and forths that are very easily answered and can be wrapped up in a nice bow and the mom kind of going on this weird, not weird, but this unconsequential tangent doesn't really fit that. Um, and then the Queens walked out the season 11 Queens, which was really fun. It was, um, 
So if the queens are walking out, I think I'm, I put this in the Facebook page and the thread during the episode, but a lot of people, so before we went in, we had to wait outside for about 45 minutes. So they said the doors would open at five, but they didn't really like open until like 5.30, 5.45-ish. So as we were just waiting outside, a lot of people were on their phones looking at the red carpet photos as they were coming in. And so a lot of us kind of knew what they were wearing to an extent, um, just from photos we had seen on like Twitter or Reddit or Instagram. Um, However, whenever Plastique came out, I don't know if you saw the the red carpet photos, but she did not have that giant peacock feather piece behind her. Um, And so whenever she came out, the crowd went wild because it's just so pretty and so dynamic to see in motion, as we saw on the screen. Um, And then Suga came out and hot damn. Um, Whenever we saw the photos of the runway, me and my my friends, Steven and Katie that I went with, we were like, she's holding something like what? what is this? Like, this headpiece is cute, but I don't quite know what's happening here. And then she came out and dropped the flowers, and everyone went crazy. And then she ripped off the the white overpiece to reveal that beautiful, like, maroony velvet dress. And everyone was on their feet. Um, I mean, by that time, a lot of people were on their feet just because we were getting they go in order. And so we were getting to some of the Queens that have been around longer and had a larger fan base. Um, because then obviously after her was Nina and everyone went crazy. And I think people were like changing her name, which was super sweet. And she was just like, so lovely. And so, um, so down to earth, like you could tell, and not saying the other Queens were super like stuck up, But you could just tell, so sidebar, I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio, so I have heard of Nina. I didn't see her because I don't go down, I didn't go down to Columbus much whenever I lived in Ohio in high school. Um, But I understand kind of that Midwest humble attitude of just like, oh my goodness, like I can't believe I'm here, like this is so amazing, versus some of the other queens like Plastique or Ariel where it was just like, they're used to being in front of all these people and they're used to kind of recognition. Not that Nina isn't, but they just felt more like they were there. They were having fun. They were super appreciative, but there was something about Nina that was so earnest to her that um, was just so special. And I think you saw that in the episode. I think you saw that whenever she accepted the Miss Congeniality award that she just was so honored and thrilled Sorry, I'm just trying to go in order of what they filmed, just because that's the easiest way for me to remember. Um, next, they did Miss Congeniality, and maybe this isn't the order, whatever. They did Miss Congeniality with all the queens on stage, and Monet came out, and um, I was really glad that they aired the joke about two queens winning Miss Congeniality because I thought that they weren't going to air that because it was kind of shady, but I love it. And then Nina West won, and obviously everyone went crazy. Um, they did cut, surprisingly, some of Nina's speech, 
um, she talks, I mean, not a ton, but she talked a little bit more about, like, in this time, I feel like within politics and even within the gay community, there's so much hate and so much negativity. And so, and then we heard some of this, but like, love is the answer and kindness is king. And I'm just so glad that coming into this competition and just being nice to everyone and being sweet um, was seen. Uh, and it was really sweet. I uh, I love her, obviously. Um, and now let's get to the lip syncs. Uh, actually, first and foremost, a few things about the Queens, season 11 Queens coming out. They definitely used stock footage for most of them in terms of applause because each queen did not get equal applause. Um, I put this in the Facebook page. I doubt that this would be a surprise to most people, but obviously people like Plastique, Sugar, Nina got huge applause, whereas queens like Kahana, Soju, Raja didn't get as much. Not that the crowd was silent or they were booing, but you know what I mean. Uh, and then the top four queens, whenever they were coming out, um, I would definitely say if we were going on a scale, Silky did not get much applause at all. It was more just like a polite, like, clap, 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 um, which didn't surprise me. Um, Brooke and Akira got good applause, normal applause. And then Evie got, like, an overwhelming amount of applause to the point where I was surprised. Um, uh, just to be honest, I haven't been a big Evie fan throughout the season, especially during the mid part of the season where she was being a lot more confrontational. Um, I like her now, and I obviously appreciate her drag, but sometimes I feel like it might be a little bit contrived. Um, but I know that some people really love that. I was just surprised that, like, so let's say that all the other top four queens got, like, 30 seconds of standing ovation. Evie, it went on for, like, two or three minutes of just people, like, screaming and going crazy and, like, chanting her name. And she got emotional. And it was uh, very surprising. Um, so going into the lip syncs, the queens come out the top four in different looks and all of us were surprised because it didn't look like any of them besides Silky and maybe Evie had a reveal. Um, I do remember though, looking over at my, my friend Steven and being like, Brooke has chains on her boots that seem like they're attached to her hip she won't be able to do flips and stuff because I feel like the chains would hit. Um, I wonder what that is, but we don't really know. Um, and then the wheel spun and I know everyone says this that goes every year, but the wheel spins for a goddamn long time. Um, like two minutes, it was just spinning and spinning and all of us were like, okay. Uh, so then it stopped on Silky, and everyone went crazy, and everyone was like, who is she going to pick? And Rue's like, who do you want to pick? And she stood there for a little bit, 
And what they showed is literally what happened. She just put her hand out. She didn't say Brooke's name, which I thought was kind of more dramatic. Um, and then everything went crazy. And then they brought out the the boxes and they picked the song. And everyone went crazy because Bootylicious, we could just tell it was going to be a good lip sync song. I will say, in my opinion and in my experience, the Brooklyn Silky Lip Sync was my favorite, or I think one of the best. Um, I also think that the song lent itself to higher energy. But whenever the lip sync started, everyone kind of like, you could see everyone move to the edge of their seat. And it starts, and you can, like, feel the tension rising. And so I'm in the balcony, and so I can't see the, like, the very front of the stage. And so I see that Brooklyn goes down to pull something off. And then all of a sudden, she's on the ground, and you realize that she's on point. And everyone stood up and was, like, going crazy. Um, I will say that this is another example of them maybe not editing Brooke as well as they could have just to make the decision easier for the audience. Um, the final decision. Because I definitely think that they showed her reveal weird. I mean, maybe because I, I didn't fully see it happening. I, I thought the reveal was better than it actually was. Um... But I definitely think that they could have edited it more to be like, whoa, she's on point. Because I feel like they just zoomed in on her kind of taking the things off of her shoes. And then all of a sudden she was on point and it wasn't really shown super well. Um, so that lip sync ends. And then they make the queens. Rue gets up. Rue goes backstage. And they make the queen stand on stage for, like, the five minutes that Rue is backstage, like, deliberating. They actually have, like, assistants come out with, like, fan, like queen fans and water bottles with straws while they're, like, waiting. Um, Rue comes back out. We weren't quite sure who was going to win. Um, I was, like... Brooklyn's gonna win there's no way they're gonna advance Silky but also they kind of advanced Silky a lot of the season and I will say Silky put up a good fight um she definitely had high energy she had reveals but I I just think Brooklyn sold the sensualness of the song more in my opinion um one thing though is Silky and you could tell this in the the show, the episode, Silky was visibly on edge slash nervous the whole time. Um, like you could tell after she lost the lip sync and then came back out on stage that she was much more relaxed. I, I'm not sure if that tension came from being worried about winning. Or if it came from the fact that her episode where she bombed that lip sync had just aired. And so she knew that this was going to be redemption. And that if she messed it up, that it would go down in history as just like she's a horrible lip syncer. Um, but I think I think she did pretty well. I think 
now I was going to say she might have beaten Evie or Akira, but I think she was probably the weakest. Anyway, um, I digress. So then Evie and Akira come out. They get their song SOS, and everyone goes crazy. Um, whenever they opened up the box, it was like, OMG, the Jonas Brothers. And Steven and Katie, my friends that I was with, both looked at me, and they're like, no, Kevin, Rihanna. And I was like, oh, that's probably a better song. Um, <laughs> whoops. And they started. Um, I will say that none of the lip syncs, from what I recall, were edited in length. Um, they were kind of that quick. And whenever you're in person and you're seeing it live, it goes even quicker because it's just like this excitement and then that's it. Um, so they start. I'm trying to figure out how to explain this, but first off, no one in the balcony stood up, even though we stood up for the other one. I think just because there wasn't as much crazy energy, like reveals or anything, everyone was just kind of sitting and watching. Um, I would say in general, from what I experienced, and I think what they showed is that Akira delivered a sensual performance and Evie delivered a more comedic or caricature performance. Um, and so depending on which one you prefer or which one you're looking for, I think that you can view this lip sync differently. I think it was a lot closer than what they edited personally. Some of that being that, as we've kind of seen a little bit, I think Evie was supposed to pick up her whole outfit, and you were going to clearly read Free Britney, and I even think that there might have been, like, a monster face on the inside of her dress that she was going to, like, show, and that didn't work. Um, and so once the lip sync was over, everyone was just kind of like, was that a reveal? Like, did it say something? What was that? Um, Evie just kind of moved around on stage, but was definitely funnier. I thought maybe Akira had it. Um, watching it again, I'm not surprised that Evie won. I do think that it could have gone either way. Um, but I, I... I think Akira gave a really strong performance. Um, but, you know, the audience was pre-split too, which was kind of surprising. Like, so as I said earlier, the crowd went ballistic whenever Evie came out first. And after the first lip sync, everyone was chanting Brooke's name because uh, apparently at every lip sync finale, people will like chant names of people that they think win. Not that many people chanted Evie's name, or at least not as many as I would have expected, being the response she had. I think because a lot of us were kind of like, that was close. Um, Evie didn't have a reveal. Kind of. Um, and then Rue comes out. This was very bizarre. She stands there, and we're all expecting for her to say, the queen moving on, whatever she says, the queen moving on. Instead, she's literally just there in silence. 
and then goes, Evie, oddly, Shantae, you stay. And everyone was just, like, jarred and, like, what? Now they don't show that because, like, later in the night, they made re-record it. Um, But it definitely was a little bit bizarre. But obviously, everyone was happy. We were sad that Akira left, but we were happy to see. Um, we had a feeling that Evie would provide a more memorable lip sync in the finale versus Brooke. Um, and so they come out, and Rue says, you prepared a song to Edge of Glory, and everyone went crazy. Um, and then they they did the damn thing, and I think it could have gone either way. Um, I think that they thought a Gaga song would be really fun for the last one. And whenever they said Edge of Glory, everyone went crazy. But then once it started, I was kind of not as into the song as I thought I would be compared to other Gaga songs, just because it has kind of a slow start. I think they really wanted a Sasha Velour emotional build with this song that maybe they did or didn't get, depending on who you ask. Um, but yeah, they they did their thing. The lip sync ended. Everyone went crazy. No one was really chanting, though. I think this is probably a hot take, but I was underwhelmed by the final lip sync. Um, and so, some of that is just because of my experience. So the whole, all the lip syncs, we saw them, we kind of talked about who won, and then we always said, but we can't quite tell their faces, so we'll have to wait and see close up what their face journeys were, if they were hitting the words on time, um, especially with Evie's performance of SOS. It was one of those things where farther away, it was less exciting, whereas close up watching it, I was like, oh, she's doing a lot of fun things with her face that I missed. Um, and so Evie's headpiece with the three heads, where it kind of looked like she had three heads with the mirrors, did not translate to us at all. Um, I was very excited whenever I saw it on the screen because I didn't realize that that's what it was. Um, but I think it was underwhelming because we expected Evie to have a reveal. She was wearing a ball gown. And then she did that flip and you kind of saw the the boning and tool and you're like, oh, there isn't one. I mean, she turned around and showed that head, which was really cool. And I think that she was really smart to end that last lip sync in the direct center in a, a back bridge um, or back bend. But I think Brooke did good. I will say that Brooke dropped to the floor in those. She does this a lot in the lip sync that they showed. And I think maybe even did it more than what they showed where she drops down sitting kind of in like a W shape with her legs, like little kids sit sometimes. So she's dropping down like onto her back, but her legs are bent underneath her. Um, she did that a lot. I just think it was kind of her go-to. Um, but her coat with the reveal was super cute. I thought, um, yeah. And then they, they filmed both crownings. They filmed both. Um, 
There was nothing too significant there. But, yeah, I, I'm interested to hear if other people thought that the last lip sync was underwhelming. Um, I still will say that Sasha Valore set the bar higher than will ever be reached. Um, and maybe they need to switch up the format. But I will say going to the live finale was a ton of fun. If you have six hours on a Monday night, I would definitely recommend it. It's fun to see everyone's drag because in the balcony, there weren't a ton of like um, drag queens, but there was so much fun male drag. Like I saw a few, I saw a couple in the line for the bathroom and they were just in like lace rompers with like low white speedos that were really cute we saw a lot of fun like queen shirts and makeup and crazy hair and pants and it was tons of fun um yeah I'm trying to think of anything else um it was kind of funny throughout the show a few people were posting things on reddit and posting photos and production was in the audience trying to find them and actually found one of them and escorted her out, which is kind of crazy. Um, I will say, though, if you went on Reddit the next day and read that master thread, most of that was me. Um, I was contacted by the subreddit, um, the spoiler subreddit mod about providing spoilers because I posted earlier that I had tickets. Um, and so in the Uber on the way home, I just kind of, like, typed out everything and sent it, um, which is kind of fun. And, yeah, I'm glad the season is over, but I think the finale was fine. Um, if you have any questions about any other, like, behind-the-scenes tea, anything you heard, like, feel free to reach out. My Twitter is at Kev, K-E-V underscore a underscore lev kevalev um and then on facebook i'm in the the facebook pages uh kevin so feel free to reach out um if you just want to ask any questions discuss anything there's definitely some things that i didn't talk about because they were pretty straightforward like rue came out talked to michelle about her boobs they played the video move on um but yeah, have a good day, everyone, and let's all say a prayer tonight that season 12 and All-Stars 5 is not in our near future. However, spoilers for All-Stars 5, I think that they start filming either last week or this week. Um, so my guess would be that we're looking at a spring 2020 for our next season of Drag Race. Although you will have Drag UK airing somewhere in the fall, I would guess. Um, so I guess we'll see, but they haven't filmed season 12 yet. So I'm guessing that they'll probably film that late July because they usually do it back to back with all stars, but who knows? We'll see. I think 
this season especially, I saw on Twitter a lot of queens tweeting about feeling exhausted. A lot of people of prominence tweeting about feeling exhausted. And that tells me that production needs to, they'd be stupid to not pick up on that. Um, It's obviously like us shit talking on the Facebook page, like who's going to care. But once like Pheromone and Trixie start tweeting it, it's like in the realm of the show. Um, So we'll see. But yeah, thank you so much, Tom and Tiffany, for letting me speak. Um, And have a good day, everyone. Bye.